0: Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports' daily NFL podcast. I'm Will Britson. I'm your host. And this is the Week 4 Recap Podcast. Joining me to break down all the action from Sunday, what? Where's Wilson. Wilson will be here shortly. Joining me to break all the action down, John Breach, Breach. Uh, we just saw an incredibly entertaining game between the New England Patriots, Tom Brady. Oh, excuse me. The New England Patriots and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They, they actually have teams. The Belichick Brady Bowl on Sunday night finished. Bucks 19, Patriots 17. Tom Brady, a huge winner. But the biggest winner, probably the sports books, because the Buccaneers didn't cover if Nick Folk's 56-yard field goal and within about a minute left to go had gone through, it would have been, according to multiple sportsbooks, the biggest win of the year. Uh, everyone was loaded up on the Buccaneers, had them in teasers, had them in money line parlays, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but the Buccaneers held on for a 1917 win. Bill Belichick was grumpy afterwards. Tom Brady, euphoric, he said so he actually kept the game ball, which is something you don't really see Tom Brady do that much. So he was walking around the post-game with the game ball. Um, what did you who's what's your biggest takeaway from this game?
2: Well, number one, it is shocking to see Tom Brady keep a game. The guy has Super Bowl game balls, he has MVP season game balls. He does, you know, so if he's keeping the game ball, obviously very important to him. Uh, this I feel like if I were going to make a winners and losers list, Belichick and the Patriots are absolutely on the winner's side of this yeah. list. I couldn't believe how well they played. Uh, It was like Belichick just said, guys, do whatever you want the first three weeks of the season. I'm going to be in my office game planning for week four so that Tom Brady doesn't beat us by 40 points. And Collinsworth mentioned on the broadcast like 20 times how they were just switching up their coverage just switching up everything they do on every single play so that Brady had no idea how to attack it. So, you know, Brady watches hours and hours of film. I'm sure Belichick was doing things that Brady had never seen, or maybe you know Brady thought these
1: tendencies were coming that never came. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's so much that it's stuff he'd never seen. It's that you get in, you get you you run everybody up to the line of scrimmage, make it look like you're doing cover zero, and then you drop a bunch of people. So you basically take away Tom Brady's brain, so to speak, or like try to confuse his brain and his eyes, basically. Right, and it worked. I mean, it absolutely
2: worked. I think. There were people I shared the tweets with you, people on Twitter getting grumpy because it was seven to six at halftime and calling it the boringest <laughs> game ever, not living up to the hype. I bet you regret those tweets now because they backfired in your face because this game was awesome, right down yeah. to the, the Nick Folk field goal. And
1: it, you know it, it, you know what it was. It was like Pete Blackburn, Earl Powell. It's like tweeting about how this game stunk. It's like, no, Blackburn, you're just you're just a Pats fan who's like dealing with the fact that Brady's beating you. That's what you're upset about. You know, and
2: I I do want to know how Patriots fans feel about this because it was, you know, I'm sure a, a lot of Patriots fans thought that the Buccaneers were going to steamroll them. And that's the truth. You said, sure. so you, if you read social media, they weren't really expecting the win. And then I'm sure during the game, they're like, holy crap, we could win this game. And then you lose kind of an excruciating fashion. And at the end, you're like, all right, well, Brady won. And it was a close game. I'm happy. So, I. It was Tom Brady played well when he had to, you know, he wasn't great in this game and it was classic Tom Brady. So I, I, you could put him on this winner's list. And I don't even know who everybody was a winner in this game, except for the actual Patriots in the records.
1: Yeah, Tom Brady board. finished 22 of 43 for 269 yards, no touchdowns and interceptions. He did, however, break the all-time record for most passing yards, previously held by Drew Brees, who was on the sideline. Unlike Drew Brees, Tom Brady did not get a laminated sheet announcing that he was the new record holder in a 15-minute ceremony in the middle of the game. Instead, uh, you know, he just, he just went down. And they, they Although it, the
2: it was almost as awkward since. It was more uh, awkward almost, yeah. Because Brady didn't break the record. And then they added a yard to the play that broke the record. So he didn't break the record on a play. And then the refs moved the ball, I guess, like three feet forward, two feet forward, and said, okay, instead of going for 27 yards, this play actually went for 28 yards. So he did break the record. And all of a sudden, there was some confusion about whether or not he broke the record. And it turned out he did. It happened during a timeout. They gave him football, and that was it.
1: I'm fine with that. I don't think that Tom Brady – I think that speaks to who Tom Brady and Drew Brees are as people. Or I mean not, not like people, but just like Drew Brees needs that that additional uh you know the right. accolades of of breaking the record in the middle of the game like let's stop it. And it's at home too, so it's a little different in that sense. Brady's in the middle of a drive against Bill Belichick in this huge Sunday night football game. The last thing Tom Brady wants to do is stop playing football. And take two minutes to like get thanked by the Patriots crowd. I wouldn't. I would guess that he actually told the you know the Pats and the NFL and the Bucks or communicate through somebody like, look, don't stop the game. If you want to pause it and throw something up there, that's cool. But don't stop the game and 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 like try to you know make a big deal out of this. Mac Jones would be on the winners list too, right? Oh, absolutely. I thought Mac Jones was phenomenal and
2: and it was crazy because he played well when you thought he would implode in the situations where you thought he would implode with the buccaneers throwing blitzes in his face and he was just picking them apart uh i think he completed 19 straight passes at one point which which tied tom brady's record all-time career record most career consecutive completion so the fact that he did that and it wasn't dinking ducks dunks he was throwing it you know 10 yards downfield and accurately and moving the Patriots when they need to be moved. And there was that one uh, clutch drive after the, the, the Buccaneers were up 16, 14 boom, you know, Mac Jones takes them straight down. They go up 17, 14, uh, or even when Tampa Bay took a 13, seven lead boom, Mac Jones drives them straight down the field. They go up 14, 13. So I thought he was absolutely clutch. And if that is the Mac Jones that the Patriots are going to get going forward, then they're in, they're in good shape.
1: Yeah, I, that's that's the take. That's one of the, a big takeaway for me, and I, I've seen a little bit of pushback from people suggesting that, yeah, you know, like all right, let's let's hold off on crowning Mac Jones. Yeah, that's that's fine. We don't need to crown Mac Jones. I uh, mean, he, he I don't know that he. he I, I would I would also push back on on the, he he dinked and dunked a lot more than I think. It felt like he was playing really well, and he was he was he wasn't you know just. You know, he wasn't, he wasn't Ben Roethlisberger out there. He wasn't, you know, throwing it just to screens and slants and all that. He was moving in the pocket really well, he was adjusting to the blitz. Um, I think Chris Collinsworth brought up the stat that said at one point late in the fourth quarter he was 12 of 14 for something like 107, maybe 200 yards and uh and, and maybe at a touchdown against the blitz, which is really impressive because Todd Bowles does some crazy stuff with his blitzes. And Mac Jones was moving nicely in the pocket, uh, get, you know, they got outside and and was making throws on the run when needed to be. He actually ended up with uh, two passing touchdowns in that game. Yeah, as you can see, I mean he. He, he was thrown to the intermediate a lot, but he wasn't, you know, he wasn't like stretching the field or anything per se. Uh, 31 of 40 for 275 yards, two touchdowns and a pick, Max Jones was. I mean, I think if you told the Patriots that if Mac Jones throws 40 times and they have a kick with a minute left inside of 60 yards to win the game, they probably would have signed for that before the game, honestly.
2: Yeah, and that intermediate passes right there, nineteen of twenty-five. I mean, you'll take that all day from your rookie quarterback on intermediate throws. Those aren't the dink and dunks. That's you know, it takes it's not easy to throw it downfield. And yeah, absolutely. If you say before the game to a Patriots fan what you just said, Brenton, hey, this is gonna come down to a field goal. Are you okay with that? They're all gonna be on board hundred percent now.
1: What was the I want to see what the intermediate what was the um what was the distance? You'll have to ask Debo. He had the the distances on the intermediate, sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, I mean, the, the intermediate line of scrimmage is at 10 yards. So 158. But he threw for i uh, I'm just saying, if you go look at the next-gen stat chart, it's it, it, like I, I think his average depth of target was like five, five yards or so. Look, it was pouring down rain. The ball was slippery. Nobody was playing well in the passing game. And the Buccaneers were completely snuffing out the Patriots running game. Do you know who the Pats' leading rusher was?
2: Uh, I I thought you were going to ask me if I knew the Buccaneers leading rusher was. Because the
1: pass leading rusher was Nelson Aguilar.
2: I think the... Nelson Aguilar's their wide receiver. Tom Brady had more rushing yards than the entire Patriots team in this game. That is the most mind-boggling stat. That's a great stat, yes. Uh, And Brady only had three rushing yards, by the way. And the Patriots had negative
1: one for the game. Speaking of people who... well. I'll just wait till he pops up. Wilson's on his way right now. Um, and by the way, if you want to watch the podcast, we go live after Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday night football on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick six. It's Ryan Wilson, y'all. Howdy, howdy. Hey, hey, hey. How much did I miss?
2: Well, we didn't think you were going to show because we thought you're going to be spending your millions at your new penthouse in Vegas because you never miss on oh, your against picks. Right. Yeah.
0: Not too bad, huh? Not too yeah. shabby for a. Uh, what's the opposite of a sharp? A dull?
1: A, a square. <laughs> a square for yeah, a guppy so instead of a whale. Tall. That's right. I can't wait till you get like one and fifteen. And, oh, it's and, and just for the
2: record, okay. everyone, Ryan Wilson is forty-three and eighteen against the spread. I what am I am this feet.
1: week, Johnny? You would be like
2: you would be first in the Super Contest with with that kind of record. That's insane.
1: Well, you would only pick five games, but yes,
2: twelve and three. Forty-three week. and eighteen is crazy. Forty-three and eighteen is not absurd. bad, right?
1: I went five and ten. Woof.
0: That's bad. Hey, we're tied, Brinson. So you got that going for you.
2: Brinson and I are literally tied. Uh, We just recapped most of the game. You know what you got here just in time? Because I was going to ask Brinson a question. You guys can both answer it. Uh, What do we think about Belichick's decision to kick a 56-yard field goal at the end of the game?
0: So that's the question I asked JJ and Eric Aselius when we were on HQ a few minutes ago. Because when when it's fourth and three, 37-yard line, pouring down rain, 56-yarder. You're like, okay, you got to go for it. I mean, that's just the reality
1: of it. You need, you need more yardage to to feel like you're going to win.
0: Well, out come Nick, comes Nick Falk, and I don't know if you guys talk about this, but he smokes it and misses oh, it. We haven't about kick at all, yeah. Yeah, so he I mean, he kicks it, the ball leaves his foot, and up until about four feet from the goalpost, you're like, oh, my God, he's going to make this. So I would imagine, and JJ brought this point up, that Bill Belichick knew exactly how far Nick Falk could kick it because he had made how many in a row breach?
2: 35 i believe Thirty-six. Yeah. it was it was the longest active streak in the nfl it it is, 36 his, straight it, field goals
0: his longest was 56 so it tied his longest but Bill Belich- belichick special teams guru knows everything i would imagine he factored in the weather but i was of the opinion until the ball hit the upright, it's like okay you have to go for it but clearly he liked those odds better i think all the advanced metrics said go for uh go for it not surprised yeah but i don't I don't have an issue with it in retrospect. At the time, right, I wanted ben, to.
1: Go ben Baldwin's uh, a fourth down bot said it would have added 2.3 win probability to go for it by going for it, I guess. I guess yeah, you get for it, 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 obviously.
0: Yeah.
2: As the person here who always votes to kick field goals, well, at least 99% of the time, I think I would have gone for it and not kicked the field goal. And there's a couple reasons. Number one, we talked about, you know, I, I would, as Belichick, I'm loving that my kickers made 36 straight field goals. That's encouraging. But only four of those field goals have come from 46 yards or further, and only two of them have come from 50 or further, and the furthest one during his streak was 51. So they don't really ask him to kick that far very often. So maybe I ask him to do it in perfect weather, but not in a torrential downpour where it looks like a hurricane's about to hit yeah, Massachusetts. Yeah, but John, how,
0: how, far, how long until you realize that the kick wasn't going to be good when the ball left his foot?
2: Uh, when it left his foot, I thought it was going to fall short. It was kind of – it it, mm. it came off a little weird. So I was actually surprised even – I was like, that's dead middle. But I honestly thought it was falling short as soon as he hit it. And the fact that it got to the upright added more drama because it just kept going. And I was like, that's not – because you can kind of see it fall below the crossbar if you're watching the ball. It wasn't going to fall below the crossbar. I was like, oh, my God, that might go in. Well, so,
1: does the fact that – well, Let me – No, I just wondering, does the fact that Belichick decided to kick it, coupled with the fact that it was really, really close to going in – Yes justify the decision a little bit more? I feel like it does. Well, I was just going to say
2: that the other reason I was against it is because even if he makes it, you're still leaving time for Tom Brady. 55 seconds, two timeouts. We saw the last Tom two Brady's weeks.
1: getting a field goal attempt. With we saw seconds.
2: the last two weeks where two different coaches were went for it on fourth down, Brandon Stanley, John Harbaugh, to make sure Patrick Mahomes did not get back on the field. You know who didn't do it last week, the 49ers against Aaron Rodgers. He goes straight down and gets that field goal. Yeah, you said it, Brinson. Tom Brady's getting field goal 55 seconds in two timeouts. But
0: let me let me to pull Brinson play devil's avocado. So the, the when you go for it on fourth and three, which, again, in the moment, I was fine with it, but I'm with Brinson, I think, and that I was after the facts like, oh, okay, he knows what he's doing. But prior to that, Ah, uh, the third down pass was knocked down the line of scrimmage. Prior to that, he almost threw an interception to Devin White, and I'm like, okay, uh, maybe Mac's a little tight. He played great. I think we all agree. Yeah, maybe he played out. Outplayed Brady. I don't know, but maybe that also factored into the decision to kick it because, like, okay, we keep playing with fire here. At some point, Mac Jones is going to throw a pick six.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think that probably had something to do with it. Is you know, you Mac had been playing really well, but was being asked to do. Like, almost play above where he needed to be playing in order to try and, and win that football game. And I think he gave you everything you could have possibly asked for. Almost like someone thought he was the
0: best quarterback in that draft last year. <laughs> that's, trail, that's, that's your player. victory lap, Ryan. Today. Just do
1: it. Um, Justin Fields had a good day, too. We'll get to all those rookie quarterbacks shortly. All right, anything else to take away from this? I mean, I do feel as if this was, you know. I mean, Did you guys
0: talk about uh, the concerns with the Buccaneers secondary?
1: No, no, that's a good point. It is a, a ton problem. of injuries.
2: That's a separate podcast, Ryan. That could take two hours. Well, here,
0: here's the upside if you're a Buccaneers fan. So, Antoine Winfield left with concussion. Carlos, uh, uh, what's his name? Who who got hurt? Carlton uh, Davis. Carlton Davis. Excuse me, got hurt. He left. He couldn't even walk off the field. Bunting wasn't playing already. They had another. Jamal Dean, I think, is out as well. Here's the good news. Huh. The next two months, they don't play a team with a winning record. So, <laughs> Are take you serious? Quick, Miami at Philly. Chicago at Washington. New York. Giants at Colts, at Atlanta. Their bye week's in there as well. And then week 14, they play the Bills. So they have two months to get as healthy as they want to get and moonwalk their way into the division title. And look, maybe these teams, someone pulls an upset. But those are seven games. Out of those seven games that I mentioned, how many are they losing?
1: I
2: mean, the way they're playing, maybe two. You don't I would, mean they They're
1: going to lose two. The bo- Dolphins, Eagles on a short week on the road. I said, you could lose that. Uh Bears at home. They're winning that. At Saints on Halloween. Ooh, spooky. Um, oh, great. Halloween's on a Sunday. Fantastic. Uh I mean we'll be up for the podcast. No, we will. It'll be great. But I mean, it's like my wife's gonna be like, we need to go spend time as a family. I'm gonna be Tom Brady. At box, Giants at home. Of those six games, I mean, I would think five and one is probably fairly likely.
0: That's 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 all I'm saying.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, four, I guess Breach isn't crazy. Four and two could happen, but five and one probably likely. And with, you know, when you look at the division, the Panthers are now three and one, the Saints are two and two, and the Falcons are one and three. None of those other three teams have inspired me to, well, even though they all, two of them have a bigger net uh, point differential than the Bucks. none of them really inspire me that they're going to challenge Tampa Bay.
0: And the, the bigger title. takeaway, even though Breach is trying to pass aggressively, make them into losers, Everyone will be healthy heading into Week 14 when they face the Bills.
2: Yeah, there you go. And Um, what did this team do last year? Got everybody healthy, got everybody on the same page at the end of the year, and went on a run, won the Super Bowl.
1: Oh, oh, worth noting. uh, As uh, we saw, Albert Breer tweeted out that um, uh, Pat's Pat's Pat Pat, Patriot Breer tweeted out Patriots coach Bill Belichick just went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers locker room, which I think is kind of interesting.
0: He also had a blowtorch. I don't know what that meant.
1: <laughs> he was carrying a spear gun. And he was wearing a <laughs> uh, Jason Voorhees mask. <laughs> yeah, <was> a big <laughs> knife. Um, it, I'm just, It's very interesting to know. Oh, there you go. Um, Oh, that's cool. So Breer points out Patriots coat, Patriots coat Bill Belichick's been in the Bucs locker room for over 20 minutes now. He went in there and he and Tom Brady retreated to a quiet area. You know, a lot was made out of this game in the sense that, and we're spending a ton of time on this game, but I don't feel like it's, an inappropriate amount of time, really. We'll just blitz through some of the other stuff. Um, it, well, I mean, it's just I mean, this is I, I never felt like this game was too hyped up. This, I thought you know, this I, game, I, you know, this game was like worth the hype.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a little overhyped. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I
1: think Ryan
2: it was overhyped, but then it lived up to the hype.
0: Oh, yeah, I love the game. I don't mind the low scoring game, I thought it was incredibly exciting. I, I loved how the game unfolded, but I don't know about not to, I mean, does does the Today Show need to be there? Like that, yes. I mean. Okay, if they do, then that's
2: how many times How many times is a six time Super Bowl winner with the won six Super Bowls with the team and then plays that team? Yeah, like do it. It's this is a once in a lifetime NFL thing. You're not going to have a guy play for a team for twenty years and then get to play that guy against the genius head coach with the coach and the quarterback both being surefire Hall of Famers. Like it's it's
1: a. -a It it, will almost certainly never happen again. Well, the idea that the same coach who coached a quarterback for twenty years.
0: I will guarantee it never happens again. And by the way, are we sure they're both Hall of Famers?
2: <laughs> Wilson.
1: Is, are you laughing at Brinson? Is that a Brinson joke? <laughs> so when Peyton Manning played the Colts, uh, they were coached by Chuck Pagano. Devo's and, and, uh, put up the list of teams of Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, notable ones who played against their old coach. I believe was Montana against Walsh or was he against Seifert? It was Walsh not against Walsh. Wins. Walsh was right. on right, so that actually, That's a good case, maybe, of like something similar. But I mean, like even the 49ers run was nothing time wise compared to what the Patriots did.
0: I think that Brett Favre, there was more animosity. That's what I'm talking that's the, That's what's lacking in this game. No animosity. Peyton Manning Colts. That was a love fest. Tom Brady Patriots was pretty much a love fest as
1: well. Because yeah. they're, it,
0: was it was
2: a love was,
1: fest. Was, the Pats cheered and were saying, like, Brady, Brady. And as soon as the, the game started, they're like, boo. Yeah. There's
2: the mystery of the Belichick Brady relationship which you don't know if that's good or not. And that was kind of, it's Belichick versus Brady. Great defensive mind versus great offensive. You know, like it was, I think, it was, but there was of legit, versus Hogan, WrestleMania six.
0: No legit animosity, Brett Favre versus Packers. Like he was incredibly angry. He retired yeah. 15 times. He went to the division rival, like the Buccaneers. I mean, no one cares about the Buccaneers until he arrived there, except for when they won it in 2002. So I think that's what, that's the word I was looking for. It it lacked any sort of animosity. Heading into the game, it was more love fest than anger.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. And, 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 both the other thing too is, you know, with the addition of Mac Jones, Patriots fans and the Patriots feel good about where their direction in theory, even though the team, yeah, they haven't. got baby Brady. I mean, it's not like they lost, you know, and Brady just won the Super Bowl. So it's not like, you know, it's not like, and they were all pulling for Brady and Gronk to win the Super Bowl for sure. Uh, by the way, Tom Brady said, uh, Brady followed Belichick out of the, uh, the Buccaneers locker room. And then Brady is doing his media right now and said, We just quote, we just said we'd catch up after the game a bit, Brady says, uh, with Mike Reese. In other words, Bill Belichick, you know, notoriously pretty private person, didn't want to make it a like I think he probably told him, Let's catch up after you know, after this whole scrum. He didn't want to have a you know, 10 minute hug it out session. Midfield. Midfield, yeah. And it was a short, it was a short, not prolonged thing. And I thought it was impressive that he actually Found him out
0: and hugged because he had to wait in line for I don't know 15 20 seconds to get to Brady. Gave him a quick hug and walked off because you know Tom Coughlin will tell you after that Super Bowl he can he's still looking for. For Bill Belichick out there in the field to shake his hand.
1: Hey, right, Nick Foles is still walking around this handout looking for Tom Brady, you <laughs> know. Uh and, and by the way, on that, if you were watching it live, you could hear like, you know, the, the the cameras are focused on Brady and all of a sudden the camera's like and like shakes violently and there's just like this loud noise. And you're like, What what was that? And then it was clearly like security, like shoving people out of the way to let Belichick get through. Reach
0: um, actually tweeted this to go back to the field goal for a moment. Do they have the, the the world's loudest mic on the left upright? As you look, at I mean that was the, that was like a gunshot. I thought
2: a gunshot. I thought it was a shotgun blast in my backyard. Like, what is going? Good for NBC, I, I guess. After the double doink from uh, Cody Parkey, they're like, we need to mic up the uprights. Always be prepared. We got to make sure we got that stuff. Yeah, that was uh, amazing. Uh, you know what? The the Patriots are one in three. The la- This is the first time they started one in three since two thousand one. What happened that year? When they won the Super Bowl. And also they fell to one and three because Tom Brady lost in his first road start of his career. So that is how long ago they went one and three. And also Brady becomes the fourth quarterback in NFL history to defeat all 32 teams. There, there is. is our list. We already mentioned Peyton Manning and yeah. a revenge game, Brett Favre in a revenge game. And then obviously you throw Drew Brees on there.
0: Did you say this fun fact already, Johnny? You burned through all my fun facts I had written down here. Sorry. Tom, Tom Brady has one more win in New England this year than New England does.
2: <laughs> I did not. Finally got one. That's out. that's a very fun, fun fact. That is a fun
1: fact. All right. Is that enough on the uh the Belichick Brady? Anything else you want to add to it? I yeah, wouldn't awesome.
0: hustled up here. I would have gone I'd have gone out and got to grabbed a beer. You guys are barely getting going here.
1: All right,
2: well, well we're gonna we're gonna cut Washington Falcons short. We'll find the time. We'll make it up somewhere, Wilson. Yeah, I'm we'll, just we'll kidding, Falcons we'll fans. Try I don't know.
1: That elsewhere. <laughs> Cardinals 37, Rams 20. The Arizona Cardinals put a stranglehold on the NFC West, moving to 4-0. They're one game up on the Rams, of course. Now, two games up on the Seahawks and 49ers, and have I believe nope, not the best, but close the second best point differential in the entire NFL. So. Wilson, are you buying or selling? The Cardinals are a legitimate contender.
0: You know, we talk about um, uh, Mike McCarthy, sort of the Cowboys overcoming Mike McCarthy until the playoffs when they probably won't be able to. I sort of feel like that's what the Cardinals are doing with Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> but as Eric Casilius noted today, Cliff Kingsbury may be a horrible in-game manager. He hasn't made Kyler Murray, Murray worse. And in fact, Kyler Murray has gotten better. And he is playing like an MVP, and they had lost eight straight to Sean McVay and the Rams, mm. and this game never felt close. Yeah, so they're four zero. I I mean, it's hard to I mean, they play in an incredibly tough division. It's hard to imagine if Kyler Murray stays healthy, they're not going to make the playoffs. We'll see, but this is a team I had pegged to finish last in the division, and they're slapping me in the face, saying, "Uh, we're we're pretty good." They've scored. They're they're averaging over thirty five points a game. They did that again this sunday against this rams defense which we all and you know, maybe more located. importantly they held the
1: rams to 20 points
0: and they held the rams to 20 points so you know this isn't a come back to earth game for the rams this is the same thing with matthew Stafford. i think it says more about how good this cardinals team is and how at least in my estimation and where i'm coming from i underestimated how good they're going to be i'm still not sold on cliff kingsbury but as long as kyler murray can do what he does he's running a little less by the way kyler murray Coming into this game, completing 77% of his passes. He only managed 75% in this game. So, I I mean, it's crazy the level he's playing. Steve Kine looks like a genius after watching the Josh Rosen thing and then circling back 12 months later. And and here we are. So, everyone gets a thumbs up. The Cardinals appear to be legit. As long as Kyler Murray continues not to take hits when he's out there, I don't know what's not to like. Yeah.
2: And, and Wilson, I don't know that we've, like – underestimated them, underestimated them. Cause I kind of felt the same way, but it's not like, you know, you and I thought this seems to be Oh, and four going after four weeks. I had them at three and one. You, I think you probably had three and one. If you went through all the picks, I picked them to lose this game though. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, th- I feel like this was a big monkey to get off their back. Cause Kyle Murray had never beaten the Rams. zero and four, McVay had kind of dominated cliff Kingsbury. And the reason was the Rams were just so athletic on defense. They would just bottle up Murray, keep him from running and say, beat us with your arm. We dare you. And he just didn't have, he he wasn't good enough. He wasn't throwing at an NFL level yet. And then now this game says he can start doing that. I mean, is there definitely a few concerns with the Cardinals? I mean, they were trailing Jacksonville 19 to 10 last week. Uh, you know, it took a miracle missed field goal to beat the Vikings. Um, so there's there's definitely a few questions, but I do think that they're without a doubt, you know, one of the top teams in the NFC. And when you manhandle the Rams like they did on Sunday, I thought one the Rams were one of the best teams. So um
1: I think the Cardinals are here to stay. The uh this is only their third start ever, the Cardinals to four and The 2012 team also started four and somehow finished five and eleven, which Yeah, is, that's a
0: concern. That's a kind very Cardinals thing to do. Is that Carson Palmer on the 2012 team?
1: Uh no, he wasn't there yet.
0: He was in Oakland by that point. Yeah, yeah, because that's Andy Dalton's
1: first year. And um, that was this is a third straight game that Kyler Murray's had over seventy five percent completion percentage for the for the game. That is very impressive. He's just accurate. He's moving well, and he's looking. He's looking like the guy that was playing at a really high level before his injury last year to his shoulder, and he kind of stopped running. He took a couple, a little bit of a step forward. Um, I don't know if you bet him as an MVP because he's going to be like two to one or. You know, something in that range now you needed to get it in before the season or you know if he starts to drift a little bit if somebody makes up ground but he he's definitely going to be the favorite uh at this point i i, I would say i 37 points are the most allowed by the rams since week 15 in 2019 wow that's a concern too because the rams defense held down you know i almost look at this as sort of maybe a letdown from that bucks game and I was telling Breach on the Early Odds podcast that we did, and you can go check that out in the feed or on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash six. But uh, yeah, there you go. I mean, if you if you can go bet this on Caesars right now, I mean, f- plus same
0: five. Name is Patrick know. Mahomes. What's that? I was gonna say he's the same odds as Patrick Mahomes.
1: Yeah, I mean, but he's I mean, like that's that is going to be lower when that's adjusted in the morning. So I would go wager on that uh, now, if you can, on Caesars. Not that I think another thing, Murray is going to run away with it, but just it's you're getting good value if you want to try and. You know, uh, hit some stuff on the like, uh, you know, on on the MVP odds. At any rate, I I think looking at these games, the San Francisco game and the Arizona LA game, it makes a lot of sense in these divisional matchups to take the points. If you're, you know, if, if you think it's, it, it's it extremely close, it's going to be a toss up. It's four and a half. Take the points, especially in a spot where, like the Rams who are coming off a letdown game and, and Matthew Stafford didn't play very well. He was inaccurate, sort of scatter shotted. They they couldn't convert in the red zone. Um, Byron Murphy
0: had an interception.
1: Yeah, intercepted by Byron. By, intercepted by Byron Murphy. Twenty six to forty one, two hundred eighty yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, Van Jefferson was his leading receiver. The Cardinals did a pretty good job. You know, Cooper Cup thirteen targets, just five catches, which is kind of crazy.
0: Yeah, he missed Cooper Cup on a, what could have been a touchdown pass. He rushed one down, sort of the seam there. That sticks out in my mind.
1: Yeah.
2: So well, and it's I, funny because there's always been the the narrative that Matthew Stafford just doesn't show up. For big games and last week he beats the Buccaneers so you're like uh you know we're over that and then this week it kind of happens again and Brinson you mentioned they might have overlooked this team which if that's the case that's kind of embarrassing because you're in an undefeated game I don't think it's like crazy to say out. that though but but yeah. the fact that they weren't more fired up for a matchup the only matchup of undefeated teams this week and against a division rival it looked like they came out a little flat
0: yeah I, I
1: guess I just mean that
0: it's, I think Flats better. I don't think they overlooked them. I think they yeah, maybe as Brinson noted they were coming off the high of beating the Buccaneers.
1: Cardinals uh it's a huge win for them cuz they got a tough tough pretty tough little schedule coming up. The 49ers at home next week. Uh, we'll get to that. It'll probably be, it's going to be Trey Lance over Jimmy Garoppolo unless Jimmy's just full of it. Uh then at Browns, Texans at home which should be a free win, at uh, Packers at home, that's a tough matchup. At 49ers, Panthers at home. So
0: mm.
1: well, I don't we're gonna to do a break in a second here. I, I'm I i do not know about this 49ers business, guys. <laughs> okay, well, we'll get we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Rams at Seahawks at Giants, Lions at home at Texans, Titans at home at 49ers. Feel pretty confident they're gonna win three or four yeah three or four of those. I think the Rams are in fine shape. They just had a bad day at the office and. You move on from there. Elsewhere in the NFC West, the Seahawks beat the 49ers 28 to 21 in a game that is breached. You pointed out in the early odds podcast was completely one sided uh, in terms of the, the 49ers dominating the box score. Russell Wilson was 16 to 23 for 149 yards and two touchdowns. He had less passing yards than two different quarterbacks in the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo suffered a calf injury that he said, we'll quote, keep him out for a couple of, we were par- to paraphrase, we'll keep him out a couple of weeks. Does this guy have more injuries than The, the there are body parts? He was, very, he was very upset. He got very emotional about it. it was very. Yeah, late. I
2: think he said he was getting frustrated with all, he said he had like the, uh, I don't like want to say the Andrew Luck demeanor, but he kind of looked like he was getting a little fed up with injuries.
1: Well, And he also mentioned that he was a little worried it could have been his Achilles, which would be a problem. So Breach, to your, to, to the point, uh, dominated by the 49ers, but, but the uh, Seahawks get a win.
2: Yeah, this was one of those, if you did not watch every game, you woke up the next morning, you looked at the box scores, you would wonder how the hell the Seahawks won this game because they got outgained by 223 yards. The 49ers rolled up 457 yards of offense. The Seahawks only had 234 yards of offense. It's kind of crazy. Uh, I'll tell you, the the 49ers got bit by bad luck as soon as the game started because Robbie Gold got injured in pregame warmups. So now... The 49ers punter is their kicker, Mitch Wyschnowski. And you can't just ask an Australian punter to start place kicking. That's not what these yeah, guys you do. Can. You, I mean, you yeah. can. Well, you can, but it's not going to go well. You, you know, shouldn't. These guys, the, the American punters, a lot of them came up also place kicking because that's just what you do, not the Australian guys. And so what happened is we had Wyschnowski miss a 41-yard field goal, miss an extra point. Um so that bit the 49ers. And then also special teams more errors. Trenton Cannon botched two kickoffs. One of them, he just mm-hmm. muffed it and the Seahawks recovered and scored a touchdown on a 14 yard drive. And another one, he waved his hand because he was telling us no, he didn't wave
1: his hands. He put his hands out. He, the, yeah, two. he gave
2: he gave his hands the side. He gave and it, it said, the no other blocking.
1: This is going to the end zone. It landed
2: right. on the one yard line. And it landed on the one yard line Wait. instead of going in the end zone.
0: And he may have done something else then, because he also, he I moffed think was to, a he, he kickoff. No, I think he was also the person on a punt. He went down there and jumped on the ball and he rolled into the end zone for it to be a touchback. The ball would have been down to the one I two? and he kept rolling. It was number 49. I said, what is this? What is wrong with this guy? He's on a mission. So that's three things. Cause I looked up, I said, why is he rolling to the end zone? And he seemed to not know that the rule is if you catch the ball, at the one and do the barrel roll down the hill, Five yards later, you're going to be in the end zone. It's going to be a touchback. So he, he had a really tough day.
2: So, just with all those special teams errors, I don't know what this told us about the Seahawks, other than that, they're good at taking advantage of other people's mistakes because that's what they did to win this game. Russell Wilson made some magical plays like he always does. He had some crazy thing where he should have been sacked for like a 10 yard loss and then threw, I think, a 13 yard touchdown pass to Freddie Swain. He had a 16 yard touchdown run that was pretty crazy. So, you know, Russell Wilson doing his Russell Wilson things, but other than that, the 49ers just shot themselves in the foot 17 times. They are there's a, the there's a
1: miserable uh fourth and one, maybe. Uh call it midfield where Kyle Shanahan didn't end around a Debo Samuel that resulted in a loss yeah. of two or three yards. Just no business doing that when no business.
0: No business. I, I look, I'd love Kyle Shanahan, the play caller and the X's and O's genius. I am remain skeptical about Kyle Shanahan. The- making the personnel decisions. I like Trey Lance, but why are we trading up to number three for a guy who's not ready to play this year? If the plan, if you know that Jimmy Garoppolo can't stay healthy and maybe they love Trey Lance, no matter what, because we heard the report from Adam chapter a few weeks ago that they trade up to number three with no real idea, which one they'd like. I think maybe Mac Jones, it was, was in the running. Yeah, stop
1: pushing the Mac narrative. God, Ohio is Mac horse.
0: No, I think that's actually what the, the truth was. Nah,
1: Sheffield was like backtracking to some weird, like he's like, try to okay.
0: But either way, the, the point remains, you give a, a ton for Trey Lance, and who was 9 of 18, a lot of that actually being garbage yards at the end. He did have two touchdowns. One was a, a wide-ass open pass to Debo Samuel for 76 yards. There was no one within 10 yards. Well, of him. I mean,
1: I it was, was a wheel route to Debo, and there's nobody covering him. It was a yeah, blown cover.
0: He was wide-ass open, like no one no yeah, one. Yeah, but covered. I mean,
1: like you're, you're, I, mean, I like it wasn't like a tight window throw, but I mean, it's silly to disparage it for... No,
2: my I point mean, is that we're talking about all the he yards. He
1: made that throw.
0: My, yeah, my point is that he has all the yardage and the yardage. Some of that is just, uh, you know, breach notes every week. When guys score 76 yards touchdown and no one's near him, if, again, you, take, you, can if you take that, that
2: throw. throw out, he went eight
1: of 17 for yeah. 71 yards.
0: Thank you.
2: That's what Wilson's trying to say.
1: Thank this you. is, I see, this feels like an agenda driven Mac Jones homer trying, trying to try to bang it. Trying They're to smash on Trey Lance because he because he wants Mac. I this. like Trey Lance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. right. Somebody in the chat, Bob Swirsky, says that's Wilson <laughs> pilot on the Niners because he's so mad that they didn't take Mac I'm not Jones free.
0: My guy Mac Jones was was crushing it. I'm, here's my question. Mac Jones. Are you, <laughs> no, no. Are you trading all you traded as the 49ers to go get Trey Lance? Yeah, I'm fine with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, they, then then you, you're you probably excited about things. Right Trey Lance
1: looks, has looked awesome for stretches. Like, give him more than just a half. Uh, uh, okay. Settle down. I don't know oh, about that. I mean, Trey Lance awesome. goes off, I'm going to be dancing all over your grave. I place. like
0: Trey Lance, but my point is that if you know your quarterback can't stay healthy and you know that he, someone's going to have to come in and you've admitted that Trey Lance isn't ready,
1: I don't know what the plan is. That's He's all a knowing. rookie quarterback who was forced into starting at halftime. Like That's hard. That doesn't usually work out well for the rookie quarterbacks. I don't know what to tell you. You, you
0: traded up to number three to get him. I mean, you knew
2: Mac he was going to I mean, Zach make,
1: Wilson you... beat a playoff team from
2: last
0: year. Yeah. I mean, what? what's your point? Wait, what What did you say, Breach? Nothing. Zach Wilson beat a playoff team from last year, and, and Mac Jones. What? Didn't. Is that true or not?
1: I mean, look, at halftime. If you're explaining, you're losing. Right. Go on. Trey Lance got quickly because of Trent Can's mistakes got down 21-7 oh, yeah. and was forced to try. Now you're a trink an hater. Okay, I see how it is. Yeah, look, all right. <laughs> well, let's let this Trade tra- we'll Lance take out. Let me just say that before This they- is why they drafted Trey Lance, by the way, because they were worried Jimmy G couldn't get hurt. Brenton, you can't
2: exactly say that because before those mistakes happened, Trey Lance got two possessions while the game was still tied 7-7 and did zero. They had 16 yards total on those two possessions where they could have, taken the lead if he had just gotten I mean, again, in the field he range. came
1: out he had 28 yards, I think, but he came out um, of halftime not expecting. I mean, like he, he had to throw in there short. Fine, I'm not
0: fine. But my point is why you train up to three when you know your backup quarterback this is way to too early to
1: be to be dancing on their grave.
0: Here. I'm not you're, you're those are your words not mine. My only point is that why would you draft someone that's not ready to play this year when you know your quarterback and give a ball you gave up when you know your quarterback can't stay healthy? That's all because he
1: has more upside to help you win a Super Bowl. You're, not just well, you're fine.
0: You're fine losing games this year. Is what you're saying?
1: I don't think they're going to lose games. I think they're going to win this week with Trey. Okay. Well, mm. I think they will be fine without Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, that makes one of us. Okay, they're two and two. Let's settle down. Tied for last Okay, place. let me
0: ask this question real quick. I don't know if Dev wants to go to break or not, but this is a question that came up. Um, Eric Steelers brought this question up too. A million dollars. Do you feel more comfortable picking the winner of this division, the NFC West, or the loser?
1: Uh, like last place or first place? Is that what yeah, you're saying?
0: Are you more comfortable p- picking first place or fourth place? That's what I'm asking you.
2: Uh, the answer is fourth place, and it's the 49ers, right? That's exactly what I said.
0: <laughs> the other the other two, Musso and and even JJ, I think, and, and EK went in another direction. So do you go ahead, Brinson. I'll tell you what they said.
1: Well, I mean, I think that... I mean I, I don't I don't think the answer is I just think they're gonna be close all the four teams are gonna be close. That's a bad how problem. many teams out of the NFC West do you think make the playoffs? I don't wanna I think I I think I always thought there were gonna be three. And who, who do you think is the odd man out right you're now? Not Cardinals, the odd man out right now. The Cardinals? I think the Seahawks are the odd man out right now.
0: Well, which is it? <laughs> Seahawks. I'll pick <be laughs> the Seahawks finish team? fourth. Are you gonna pick the winner or loser or you're not gonna do that? I'll
1: pick the loser and I'll pick the Seahawks. I mean I don't wanna bet a million dollars on it, first of all. A t- it's a like, It's not really
0: it's just play money, it's monopoly money. Well, they okay if you're not going to do it, you're
2: not going to. I do
1: just it? said, I think the Seahawks would be the fourth place team. For
2: instance, okay. not, we're not all 40 and 18 against the spread like Wilson. We don't know what it's like that
1: million dollars. Right. He's trying they, to all said,
0: they all said the Rams are going to win, which I thought was, Oh, that was uh, that was bold. Was this before or yeah.
1: after the Rams lost to the Cardinals?
0: No, it was after all the games I
1: played. Actually, I kind of like that idea. I think that's actually smart.
0: Well, you already said Se- Seahawks, so you've already made Russell mad, so you had to live with that.
1: All right, well, that's fine, whatever. Uh, okay, let's take a break and when we come back, uh, do we talk about the Seahawks enough? Mhm. Okay. You hate when them. we come back, more football games. CBS Friday. TV's hottest show is Fire Country. I'm not a hero. I'm in orange for a reason. They're taking 12 months off your You're free. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, one love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount+. The Cowboys. Oh, boy. Speaking of picking division winners, Cowboys 36, Panthers 28. Sam Darnold became the first quarterback in NFL history with five rushing touchdowns in his first four games of the season. He actually leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns. It's crazy. He had five in his career prior to the season. He has four more than the New York football Jets. We'll talk about them in a little bit. Uh, But the story in this game was that the Cowboys appear to be, based on four weeks of eye test, empirical evidence, advanced statistics, and just general common sense, (laughs) clearly the best team in the NFC East. And Trevon Diggs is the best football player on the planet
0: in People the world. like poo
1: Trevon Diggs for some
0: reason.
3: Why?
1: I don't, I don't know. To deal with Trevon? He's talked to him. Up. He's like, he's, he's fine. The he worst thing in 15 games isn't enough.
0: The worst thing that happened to the Cowboys is that they put Mike McCarthy in that sweatshirt. Other yeah. than that, they were not. I didn't realize
1: when I, when I tweeted, I didn't realize it was a like, uh, catch kick head. Crucial That's not, catch. Anti-cancer.
0: There's no comment on the crucial catch situation. It's a comment on him wearing sparkly on that. He yeah. looked you know, like a kick. donut. That big frame hit, yeah, he at, exactly. He looked That's like a sprinkled like donut, yeah, sprinkles McCarthy. What's
1: up, <laughs> <laughs> sprinkles? Uh, Dak Prescott. Four, I mean, this is what the kind of day it was for the Cowboys. Dak Prescott, 14 to 22, 188 yards, four touchdowns, no right. picks. Zeke Elliott, 20 carries, 143 yards, and a score. Huge. Stevie Lamb was essentially a non-factor, they didn't need him to be. Four different pass catchers, Amari Cooper, Dalton Schultz, uh. Uh, Cedric Wilson and Blake Jarwin, all called touchdown passes. DJ Moore is a beach for the Panthers. I thought Sam Darnold Donald acquitted himself pretty well in this game. He had several pretty kind of boneheaded mistakes, but generally speaking, I thought that he played well. You a would take that experience. sideline
0: at any point on his Jets career.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, I think I, 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 don't think, I think the Panthers at three and one can feel pretty good justifying the decision to trade for Sam Donald at this point. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No, you won't get any back from me. Okay. and i don't want to belabor the point but that's a move you make when you have a guy you want to see what he what he can give you like i i think the 49ers may have been better off trading for sam darnold having having
1: jimmy g as a starter
0: no i just i we don't have to get on it. i don't want to get back get back on it we'll talk about it the next game. i, I just uh,
1: we're gonna clip and save these if trey starts going off i
0: like trey lance just Clearly not, don't not to play right now but uh, th- Blake Jarwin had two fumbles that were never called, which was sort of weird. Uh, th- there were some crazy calls in this game. It, it wasn't going to affect the outcome. Uh, and I think... By
1: the way, Debo put up a poll. 64% of the people voting would take Max Jones in the draft. 36 would take Trey Lance. That's shocking. Uh, that's vote. a fun poll. I did vote 200 times. I didn't want to
0: say But I, I, I don't want to put Debo on the spot. I would imagine that the MVP odds are better for Dak, thanks for Kyler. Or are they? Do you- oh, he ended up. No, he wasn't even up there. How do you like? I like, I think I like Dak better as the MVP long term. Thank you, mm. Devo.
1: Where is he? Where's Dak? 12 to 1. That's a bet. Whoa, I mean, that's that a, is a bet. And uh, what for mean. what it's worth, I asked Pete Prisco this for those that like to gamble. Uh, Debo, can you bring up a comeback player of the year? I bet Dak is probably, Dak's probably like minus 250 or something. While he's
2: pulling that up, the Cowboys finished with 245 rushing yards. Only the sixth time this century they have rushed for over 240 yards, which wow. seems incredibly low. You know, Ezekiel Elliott, they love to, Spoon feed, spoon feed, spoon feed. And they haven't been putting up these crazy numbers with him. So uh, that's a huge rush, especially against the Panthers defense, made it even more
1: impressive. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that uh, Pete Prisker told me he would not be opposed to voting for Dak for MVP and Comeback Player of the Year award. I was was thinking that a lot of voters would you know treat him individually. Like if Dak was clearly the MVP, you don't give him you know give Burrow comeback player of the year, McCaffrey or Saquon, you know one of those guys or whatever. Uh, But it sounds like Pete Pete thinks Dak is a slam dunk for that award just because of how gruesome his injury was. So keep that in mind if you're if you're if you're betting. That's that sort of flies in the face of what I
0: expect. As a sharp, would you parlay that?
1: Uh, it'd be hard to find a shark. It'd be hard to find somewhere to parlay that. But uh, no, I would not. I would not parlay that. Um, all right. The Panthers like- got a couple bad calls from the refs early in this game, and the defense was taking some hits in terms of guys getting injured, which certainly is is a concern moving forward. I just think the Cowboys are rolling on offense. Mike McCarthy's figured out to just let Kellen Moore, yeah. handle that. it. Like let Kellen Moore do what he, Kellen Moore is good at doing. And Just sit he's there and like a donut. Bank. What's that?
0: Just sit there and look like a donut, like Ke- yeah, California there, yeah,
1: sit there, sprinkles, and don't worry about it.
0: Do you think that he has Jason Garrett's headset, which we were all convinced it wasn't even working? I <laughs> uh,
2: look, man, they're three and one. You gotta give him credit. And we definitely have to give him credit because he did make a couple big onion calls in this game. He had a fourth and one from his own 46 yard line. Nice. I think Mike McCarthy from two weeks ago, or even maybe even last week, punts there, or maybe even tries a field goal, a 68 70 yard field goal. Uh, but he didn't in his own territory. He went for it. They got it, ended up scoring a touchdown on that drive. Um, that was pretty huge. And so to see McCarthy like thinking on his feet that quickly uh, was kind of crazy. I was like, all right, maybe McCarthy's he struggles the end of games, but he's getting it together. And it, maybe his uh, visits to PFF weren't
1: totally for waste, Wilson. Are coming you coming up on about- the Cowboys schedule? Giants at home, at Patriots, at Vikings, Broncos at home, Falcons at home, at Chiefs. There's some landmines there, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if they were like seven and three by the time they and got that's to. All you have to be in that division.
0: Are you more concerned long term? By long term, I mean December, January. About Mike McCarthy, coach, or Cliff Kingsbury, coach?
1: Mike McCarthy, coach.
0: <sighs>
1: I don't know. I just Cliff I, I think he'll I think he'll pucker up, try to be conservative with the offense, won't be aggressive in, in big spots. And... All right, let
0: me let me give you a little mind mind freak out here. What now do the math if Mike McCarthy looks like Cliff Kingsbury and Cliff Kingsbury looks like Mike McCarthy? Oh uh, Cliff it.
1: Kingsbury's been fired fifteen times from the Cardinals already. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: That's my point.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh the Panthers. Oh, you know the only game that matters for the Panthers? Division. No, oh, that's no, no. The Debo Brinson death match next week. Yeah. Eagles Ooh, and Panthers. Oh boy. Yeah. Then uh Vikings and Panthers, Panthers and Giants at Falcons versus Patriots at Cardinals. They probably they need to win four of those to to make the playoffs, I think. Right for second place. Because they haven't even played the Saints or the Bucks, obviously.
0: Uh I'm just gonna I'm gonna make the Wilson line Minus- they,
1: they beat the Saints once. Oh, no, they, they beat once. the Saints. What am I talking about? Yeah, sorry.
0: Minus. Well, like- Four and a half next week.
1: Four. Which game?
0: The the brenson Bowl. The Brinson Depot. Oh,
1: I'm, I'm pounding
2: the Panthers if it's that. You're gonna you're keep. P- are you gonna pound them once or are you gonna keep pounding? I'm gonna keep pounding.
1: Hashtag.
0: I don't know what the actual line is, but that's the
1: four. Point. Good call. There you go. There you
0: go. um so You're pounding that. He's going all Panthers on that one.
1: All there Panthers. Go. He's gonna keep sure pounding. Okay. Pounding. Keep pounding. Speaking of the Eagles, they played the Chiefs and lost 42-30. to Andy Reid became the first coach in NFL history to win 100 games with two different franchises. It's fitting that he won his 100th game with the Chiefs against his old team, the Eagles. You heard about it afterwards. A ton of players were talking about how they knew how much this meant to Andy Reid to go back to his old city and to win that game. Tyree Kill became the third player in NFL history with multiple games in his career of 10 plus catches, 150 plus receiving yards, and three receiving touchdowns. Jerry Rice and Carl Pickens are the only other ones. Carl Pickens. Carl Pickens. Carl Pickens. No that's right. This is the fourth game in NFL history with no punts. And the first in seven years, Jalen Hurts could have had a monster game, uh, but had some, I believe he's had some drops in that situation. Debo, where's your hey. head at on the Eagles and Chiefs?
4: I mean, it was forty-two thirty. There was a garbage tie garbage time touchdown, but honestly, I think the game was a lot closer than that. The chiefs always kind of had that slight upper hand, but it was really within reach throughout, but like heading into the game, Eagles missing four of five starting offensive linemen. I think about 10% of my brain pregame was just like, put Joe Flacco in and don't make Jalen go through this again, coming <laughs> off of a, a rough Monday night. Um, but the signs of being a young team with a new coach, they're they're evident. But I really do think seeing this game, they will remain competitive throughout the year. I think they will clearly show themselves as the second best team in the division. And I know that's not Ooh. saying a lot in the NFC least, but I think we, we put the Cowboys number one right now. I think the Eagles will show themselves as the second best team. I mean, Jalen Hurts was awesome. Uh, I don't know what more you can ask for for a guy making his ninth career start. I tweeted after the game, if, if you're not satisfied with that type of performance, then Eagles fans will never be happy with any quarterback that they have. He wasn't perfect. He's still growing, but he had three touchdowns taken off the board and two of them probably should have stayed. There was, there was a pick on our guy, Jay jaw, which a, a lot of people oh. thought was rough. Uh, Devontae Smith, I thought was pushed out of bounds, but he was ruled, you know, he he ran himself out of bounds. Then there was a downfield blocker, which probably should have came back. But three touchdowns taken off the board. It, it could have been a five touchdown performance for Mahomes and for Hertz. Now we just need to see kind of Hertz put together these these back to back performances. Uh Sirianni was was better. He put his quarterback in a better spot to see. I I like you can uh, hit the share screen button for me, Diva. Uh, very quickly. You know, I, 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 please
1: I, let it be the Sirianni tweet. From I just want to read a tweet. Uh, actually, no, you know what? Uh, I don't want to see my DMs. So I, have to, I just to out uh, Who knows what's in there? Uh, anyway, Devo's tweet. What does your tweet say? I said, uh, I like to give coaches a solid three-year grace period. With that being said, Nick Sirianni
4: might be clueless. And that was coming off the first Eagles drive of the game where they had a chance to go for it on fourth and three. They go out there. They act like they're going to go for it. And then instead of just taking a delay a game and pushing the field goal from 29 to 34 yards, which is fine for Jake Elliott, they take a timeout on that first. It's a waste of a timeout or just be aggressive and and go for it. Don't play this this middle ground. You're playing the Chiefs. You know you're going to need points. And that ultimately was what decided this game is that. The Chiefs are the Super Bowl favorite because they convert everything into touchdowns, and the Eagles are an average team at best because they convert everything into field goals.
3: You know, Sirianni, it's about-
4: better, much better than the Cowboys game, but I think there's a, a long way to go still with him. He put Hurts in a better spot, but you can't play scared against a team like the Chiefs.
0: I didn't watch the game as closely as Debo, but when I did watch, I was actually found myself frustrated that Jalen Hurts were holding the ball too long. I don't know. If you're immune to that, Debo, or you okay with it? It just felt like he wasn't getting the ball out on time and taking unnecessary hits and, and sort of forcing the balls. But if you're happy with his performance. No, then-
4: I'm I'm used to that Um, coming off of our last quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I do – I, I like a lot of <laughs> – <laughs> I like a lot of things about Jalen Hurts, but I also think he is going to be the creator or culprit of so many penalties this year of just right. extending plays and holding – the Eagles have the most illegal downfield blockers downfield this season. That that penalty, which has been called more through four weeks than it had been um, in all of previous seasons, the refs are definitely emphasizing that, but Hurts holding onto the ball is really hurting them there. A- again, there's room to grow, but I think of just a, a massive upgrade compared to that Cowboys performance. And, and now you just want to see a string of them together, which we will see against Brinson's Panthers.
0: Why? Do the Eagles insist on having a linebacker try to cover Tyree Kill? On at least two occasions, he scored a touchdown with Wilson covering him.
4: Makes no sense. And and I didn't mention anything about the defense. The defense is, is ugly. Jim Schwartz, I believe the stat in 86 games as the Eagles defensive coordinator, one time a team scored over 40 points. Uh, that has happened now two times in back-to-back weeks under Jonathan Gannon, the new Eagles defensive coordinator.
0: And Tyreek should have had four touchdowns. He, he messed around at the one yard line. Another example.
4: Yeah, the Chiefs are fine. They're good though. Yeah. Chiefs are good. Uh, they, were
2: you were you impressed by the fact that Mahomes threw a touchdown like every way possible against the Eagles? I think there was <laughs> there was an overhand, an underhand, and a shovel pass. Three right. different types of touchdowns. That's he's like trying to embarrass you at that point. Well, that last Tyreek
1: touchdown was kind of like silly. Like Why? he didn't even need to be, th- like he probably should have thrown it and Tyreek was just running. He was more wide over the Debo Samuel, but you don't hear Wilson complaining about Patrick Mahomes.
0: Patrick Mahomes overrated there. I said yeah,
1: it. Thank you. Um, I you still have to have concerns about the chiefs defense for sure. Ooh, Lord. Yes. Yeah. Not a good defense. That's a problem. It's going to have and to get better. They're still um, last in the division,
0: even though they won. Right. Is that right? I think they're still last in the division. Still
1: Last in the division. Cause they were two and two. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. Big game on Monday night. Big game on Monday night between the Chargers and the Raiders. Raiders. Um, okay. Raiders. Anyone start.
0: else think that the Eagles are not going to finish in second place in the division?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that.
2: I'm feeling last place.
4: Oh my God! Reach. Sorry, you Oh! Ho, ho! Out of nowhere. You think the Giants are better than the Eagles? And the Giants won today. The Danny Dimes
1: is actually better. He's playing better. They than have them. like an almost identical profile.
4: I mean,
2: Debo, in my defense, the Eagles are currently in last place.
1: <laughs> They're tied with the Giants for last place. They're both minus 12 point differential. Eagles have scored 94 points. Giants have scored 83. Eagles have allowed 106. Giants have allowed 95. The Giants have won one. The Eagles have lost uh, three in a row.
3: Mm.
4: I'll take that... Uh, that common opponent, the Falcons, which which we smacked around and the, the Giants lost to. I, I feel good about the, the Giants. Maybe Washington could put up a fight for second, but uh I won't surrender to this, this Giants right now. I mean,
1: Cowboys are plus twenty-nine point differential, and the other three teams are like well under you know, double Not digit great. negative. So that's this this division is back to being stanky. The uh can you name the only division of football? That has AFC West, a- the what? AFC West. You well, no. Has oh, all four teams in the negative point difference. Oh, I, I
0: thought you were going to
2: uh, the positive. the Titans division, a- the AFC South. That is correct.
0: <laughs> is ding, ding, ding 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 uh-huh. What a Nashvilleian thing to say.
1: The hey. AFC West, there's actually the AFC West, the NFC West, both oh, have wow. positive point difference. Oh, wow. so. I,
0: I I pulled the Jeopardy and jumped the question. Yes, you wrong. did.
1: You you jumped the buzzer, and that's what happens. You got punished for it. <laughs> <laughs> the browns oh my god the browns and the vikings i don't we're not gonna spend much time on this game because i'm i had a lot of dfs teams with that was a sneaky stack situation with Kirk cousins and justin jefferson and bring it back with odell beckham and it started out great because cousins hit justin jefferson for a touchdown on the vikings first drive and that was all the points they scored they lost 14 to 7 they didn't score again. Mm-hmm. This game was a, an eyesore, and we had to I feel like I had to watch way too much of it. Um, the,
0: the Browns had 11 points for the longest time. I
2: was going to say, for anyone who thinks 14 to seven is two touchdowns, it was not. It was a touchdown, a two point conversion, and two field goals. Yes. Kirby
0: threw, a, threw his first interception since December tw- uh, 2020. So that was probably the most noteworthy thing to come of this.
1: Baker wasn't- the, here are the Vikings possessions touchdown, punt. Downs, punt. End of half. Punt, 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 punt. Interception. Downs. End of game. Is that good? And here's the. I mean, here's the Browns. Downs. Punt. Touchdown. Field goal. Punt, 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 punt. Field goal. Punt, punt. This game was awful.
0: Baker, fifteen to thirty-three. He missed Odo Beckham at least twenty-five times.
1: Yeah, for some like possible deep bombs too. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was.
0: It was. I think the takeaway, if you're the Browns, is that you're winning ugly, and they count. You're stacking wins. As Their we defense like
1: is much, much better this year. Oh Lord, yes. Yes, uh, that's a. The Browns are legitimate. I mean, I, I mean, you we know, they've got the flaws right. in. We're gonna need to see more out of Baker, but you know, you see Chubb rushing 21 times for 100 yards. Kareem Hunt 14 times for 69 to score. Beckham will probably pop in all the air yard models because he's like the by-low model. Josh Hirschmeyer does want to establish the run because you know he he will have all these opportunities to have produced a big stat line, but didn't because Baker Mayfield missed him. Um, Do you think, Wilson, that Baker Mayfield is um, a potential anchor when it comes to the postseason? To No, I
0: think, and this is what I've been saying for months, I think Kevin Stefanski understands how to bring the right balance to this offense, and, you know, look across the field. Kirk Cousins wasn't exactly lighting the world on fire, and Stefanski had a lot of success with him and Dalvin Cook before he left for Cleveland, and I think that's the same case here, except you have better players. Jedrick Wells left on a cart. I don't know what his situation is, and that's certainly concerned. But the offensive line is better. You could argue that the wide receivers are certainly better in, in Minnesota, and I get yeah, that. They're but...
1: all fair, just better. I mean, that's yeah.
0: But the running back situation, I think you're taking two for one. Madison's it's close.
1: And cook it's and Hunt over. Um, down Madison's
0: down close, but right, you're taking those guys. But in, in the in the defense, you're taking the Browns' defense. Yeah. So Baker just has to get right. Someone asked in the comments whether he's hurt. Maybe. I have no idea, but you get, let him get healthy, and then when he gets there, you're fine. Odell's back. Jarvis will be back at some point. I, I think if, of all the teams in that division,
1: I still feel the best about the Browns. Browns are at Chargers. That's insulting. Cardinals at home. It was meant to be. Broncos at home. Steelers at home. Yeah. At Bengals. At Patriots. That is a kind of a tough run there.
0: Well, the but I you know, always come back. Every team in the AFC North has
1: to play virtually that schedule. So, I'm just saying that that's right now the Browns have six games against. I mean two. I mean what, three, four teams the last a winning three. record, and then the Steelers and the Pats. But four of their next five games are in the state of Ohio. That's true, and one of and one of their next four games against the Steelers, which is a free win. <laughs> oh, that's
0: as I said, those final three wins or uh, final three games feel like wins to me. Steelers, Bengals, Patriots. Yeah.
2: I mean, but if the it, Chargers win Monday, though, then you're looking at four of those five games coming against teams that are three and one or better.
1: Yeah, like that, that is pretty rough. Again,
0: they're they're going to steamroll the Bengals. So just I'm I mean, I'm glad your team is what? three and one. Are you let's, kidding me? Let's be real.
1: Vikings have the Lions at home at the Panthers, Cowboys at home at the Ravens, at the Chargers, Packers at home. I don't know what to make of this team. Same I don't model. either. The Vikings are very jekyll and heidi i i do know that with the way that mi- the minnesota played and with what's going on in chicago and with detroit being you know detroit I, I feel pretty confident about any sort of uh packers pet to win the uh nfc oh
0: that's a done deal yeah. i didn't think the Vikings I also
1: wish them. that uh that 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 uh ice cold take that i did on the kirk cousins thing what would you say Rod- where i was like brother aaron Rodgers comes back or not oh yeah that, that well, here's cool.
2: the thing with Kirk Cousins is that you have games like last week where all of a sudden everybody's talking about like, oh, this is the Kirk Cousins we're expecting. And he, you see all the stats where he he's the only quarterback who's thrown three touchdowns and zero interceptions with over 300 passing yards consistently for the, like the past three years. And he's so efficient. But then you look at what happens when mm. the game is on him. Dalvin Cook had a bad angle here, ended up getting only nine carries. If Dalvin Cook is 100 percent healthy, he would have gotten 25 carries in this game but he wasn't 100% healthy. So they say, Kirk, we need you to throw the ball 38 times. And what happens is that he wets the bed. I mean, this was a horrible, horrible uh, performance by him. And you can't, when you need to put the game on your quarterback shoulders like this, because you're running games out there, you want to think they can win it for you. And he couldn't. And I feel like that happens a lot when the pressure's on Kirk Cousins.
0: So using that logic, he had better numbers than Baker Mayfield. Did Baker Mayfield poop his pants or no?
2: I mean, I saw Nick Chubb run for 100 yards and Kareem Hunt run for 69 yards. That was part of the point, was that if Dalvin Cook was playing at that level, which he wasn't because of his ankle injury, so Baker Mayfield had some help at, from his running game. Kirk Cousins did not. If Baker Mayfield had to win that game by himself, I don't think anybody's out here saying Baker Mayfield is the type of talent yet that is winning games by himself. Uh, they, they want the dude, him to get there.
0: The dude's looking for $40 million a year. He better be that guy.
2: Well, I mean, that's why the Browns haven't given him a contract yet. Miles yeah, Garrett did not it.
1: register a sack. In fact, the Browns only had one sack total, but he had four quarterback hits, uh, two tackles for loss, and it felt like he was sort of – he was making a pretty pretty big impact. I, the Browns' defense, I think, is pretty good.
0: Grant, to played great. Greedy Williams had, had the pick, I believe. I think he had yes, in the pick. Yeah, field.
1: you know, he did because Scott Hanson was like, Kirk Cousins just got greedy. Oh, and look, there's Greedy Williams. Like, I mean, the Vikings were averaging
2: 29 points per game going into this week. So the fact that the Browns held him to seven – for sure. Oh,
0: so you impressive. like your cousins until you don't. Got it.
2: Mm. Dude,
0: no. I'm up saying up the Browns cousins.
2: defense is
1: also good. They both can be true. The Packers and Steelers played in the afternoon slate with Nansen, Romo, and Wolfson on the call. Packers 27, Steelers 17. There was some hope for a hot minute that the Packers, the Steelers. Keep... Hmm? There was no hope. <laughs> I was like 7 nothing for, we well, didn't, the Steelers...
0: there's 7 nothing Steelers for a minute. In the first quarter, into the first quarter, seven nothing. But they played well, four quarters.
1: That's hope. I have not. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, did you ever feel like the Steelers are going to win? Did you want no. to win? Did you care? And uh, do yeah, you, are you ready to admit finally that Big Ben is washed?
0: I've been admitting that for weeks. What do you <laughs> I do you think Big Ben
1: was his loser last week. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was going to say. Wait a second. No. It, it, here's the thing. I mean, you know, people have fun on Twitter making fun of, of old man Ben and we compared them to to dairy products and all that.
1: <laughs> Bag of, Part of The problem
0: is, is Matt Canada. Like Matt Canada keeps calling these fourth and five swing passes. that go for eight yard losses. He did it again today. And I'm like, wait, this guy's just doing this. He's trying to get fired. And Roethlisberger was actually asked about it after the game. He said, yeah, maybe we should do something differently. It's clear that Matt Canada and big Ben have the same relationship that Todd Haley and big Ben did. And that they hate each other is, is my guess,
1: but there are a whole bunch of issues on this team. And big, big Ben, by the way, is now the only quarterback in the last twenty seasons to lose yardage on multiple fourth down completions in Thanks, the same man. season.
0: Yeah, that's according all to man, uh,
1: man. oh, good friend of the show, Brooke Pryor, covers. So yeah, display. at
0: no point, even when they're up seven nothing, which was a it was a great touchdown catch by Deontay Johnson. I think J. Eric Alexander was in coverage. He actually tipped the ball. And DJ still caught it in 7 Nothing first half. And after that, it was over. At no point was I concerned. Randall Cobb, they did shut down Devontae Adams. And we talked last week, you need a plan B after Devontae Adams. They have one. Randall Cobb, 5 for 69, two touchdowns. Uh, Aaron Jones did damage in, in the run game. A.J. Dillon did even more damage. Mm. And I think the Steelers were fine letting them run the ball and limiting Devontae Adams. But, you know, you can't blitz Aaron Rodgers and expect not to get burned. And every time they blitz him, they got burned. Uh, Big Ben had a Big Ben-type fumble on the second series. And you know, at that point, you knew it was over, so it was just a matter of well, let me
2: ask you this, Wilson. How did you feel about the blocked field goal return for a touchdown that got called back? That was a terrible call, but again,
0: uh, let's be honest, even if you count that, it was a 10 point swing at the end of the first half. Uh, yeah, Joe, he's exactly right, it's a terrible call, but they're still losing that game. If we're in our heart of hearts, let's be frank.
2: Well, we and just if people didn't follow the game real quick, if people didn't follow the game. The Packers were up fourteen to ten. Steelers blocked the field goal it for a touchdown. It would have been seventeen to fourteen. Pittsburgh going into the half, but instead they called the Steelers offsides, re-kicked it, it wasn't. and it was Packers seventeen to ten. Do you 10. think it was
0: offsides breach in your heart of no?
2: Heart? I, I I didn't think it was offsides. No, I mean, the ball that was clearly, it was call. snapped.
0: But if really? says it briefly says that you know it's true because he's talking about the Steelers. So,
2: And I'll say yeah. one thing about that is that how – that's a penalty that should be reviewable. I understand, like, the whole pass interference thing, it's a subjective penalty, and you're opening up a Pandora's box. Yeah. But with an objective penalty that is – you can just look on film, was he offside or not, that should be really that, – that you should be able to challenge that.
1: And what again, I don't You said, like, you don't want to open up a can of sardines. We're like, we're like I like, sand, we're like sardines. You don't want to open in a, a can of string string cheese. Can of bunny ears? Love but again,
0: cheese. the 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 explanation is, well. We don't want these games to take forever. If you have someone paying attention, it's a five second conversation.
1: Yeah, college football doesn't it doesn't take long at all. It's just somebody's buzz it. Stop it. Somebody says, "Oh, let's look at this." Uh, more <laughs> importantly, Wilson, what Weird. did you think about your coach, Mike Tomlin? Making, making googly, googly eyes. Googly eyes. Yeah, googly eyes <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers.
0: You know what that means, by the way, and I told you guys this last week. Coming to Pittsburgh, You coming to Pittsburgh next year, yeah. y'all. I mean, that was a, Wait, cool, that was a I didn't moment. see that. Didn't I see thought that was no. snitched together. Oh God, that was are you actually kidding?
2: what happened. It's like the
1: most on I gotta write grades, man. I got, I got I thought it was out. um. You, you just twifted on a meme. That's all.
0: I thought it was edited together. Those actually happened in sequence.
1: In yeah, live. no. Mike Tomlin looked out and was like, and Aaron Rodgers yeah. like, gave it like a. I got, like, yeah. they both like winked back. It was a, it was a, it, was, it appeared to be a sign of mutual respect, but it was also very, you know, given the circumstances, very knowing.
0: Yeah. Who like cares? I, look, Mike Tomlin went to that game doing good and well, they weren't going
1: to win. There it is right there. What's up, brother? I see you. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> hey girl. What you doing? Nothing. Right.
0: I mean, that's the look you give across the bar. Like, yeah, uh, was, yeah.
1: Was, this was, but, was like
2: a week after Roger's was like, "Oh yeah, Pittsburgh will be a great city." I love it's that. Not, it's
1: not. It's not. A, it's not the look you give across the bar when you're trying to make something happen. It's the look you give across the bar when like something's gonna happen. It's it's happening. Like,
0: it's no time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is this. That's is the. Awesome.
0: Uh, I'll meet you in the parking lot. Look.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like so. You want to get out of here? Hey, right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's that look. Um, which obviously we know nothing about because I've you know, heard about. It. I've read about it. Right, yeah, I, I'm sure. Packers,
0: here's the thing. I say this every week. Week one, we were like, oh, the Packers are done. The Steelers are back.
1: It's the exact opposite. Yep. Steelers are toast, man.
0: Yeah, no, they're going to go one and six. Again, I'm okay with that.
1: Our Super Bowl this year, you
0: got to beat the Bengals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steelers have the Broncos at home. Oh, the Seahawks ahead. at home. Browns on the road. Bears at home. My God. Lions at home at the Chargers. Oh, they they got three wins in there. Yeah, probably.
2: The oh, Steelers? Not, if,
1: all right, the Steelers no, will beat the Broncos. Yes, they, the they're, playing, they're
2: playing. The I mean, Locke.
1: probably playing Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, yeah, the, the defense will eat. They're gonna be,
0: I mean, they have a, they'll have a chance to beat the Bears and the Lions. Breach, what are you
1: arguing about? Yeah, they should win three of those games. <laughs> Jesus, I mean, if, they, this, if I, they go two and four in those games, look at Breach. What a give me lip about the Bears and the, the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to say like, there? <laughs> how dare you, sir? I, I, if, they, if they go two and four there, you got some problems. On yeah, you do. Your hands. But, l- listen. We already have problems. It doesn't matter. You, you know, it's all gravy at this point. But right, Breach, speaking of the Bengals, Packers at Cincinnati next week. Breach was saying on the early odds show, you just gotta grab the Bengals plus three and a half. You gotta do it's it plus three and a half. Yeah, it's a weird line.
2: All I said is that the Bengals have played four games this year. Three of them have been decided by exactly three points, and that the other one that wasn't was the twenty-four to ten win over Steelers. That. The right, Bengals the, the, are just a scrappy team that hangs around. And usually if they're playing a good team, that team is it's a trap game for that team because they don't care about the Bengals. They think they're just gonna the, stop them.
0: Here breaches the Wilson line. I know what you're gonna do, but I, I want to see what Brenson says. Uh Bengals at home, right? Mm-hmm. Plus seven and a half. Ooh. Who are you taking?
1: Uh I would take the Bengals plus seven and a half.
0: I I think I'm rolling with the Packers.
1: I might take the Bengals plus three and a half just because that line's rancid.
2: Aaron Rodgers one and two all time against the mm-hmm. Bengals and all three games have been decided by one score.
1: Okay, you'll have a chance to talk about the Bengals in a second. When, when we'll talk about the Packers.
2: We'll talk about Aaron Rodgers.
1: We're actually talking about the Bengals. The. Oh, uh, Oh, Ben Roethlisberger became number. It. He's
0: terrible. Okay.
1: <laughs> Ravens at the Broncos Ravens roll Denver 23 to seven. I don't know if you saw it at the end of the game. Yeah. Awesome. John Harbaugh. Knows that the Ravens need three rushing yards to tie the all time record set by the 1974 through 1977 Steelers with 43 consecutive games of 100 plus rush yards. And he rolls out there with 10 seconds left. The Broncos have no timeouts. It's 23 7. And he puts the offense back out of there, not to kneel, but to run a play. And they ran and got, uh, I think Lamar Jackson ran for five yards, pushes him to 102. They tie the all time record. They'll probably break it next week. Um, the Bron, this was sort of like the Steelers Packers game. I felt like going on at the same time Broncos score early and then the Ravens just sort of opposed their will. And once Teddy Bridgewater was out and drew lock had to come in, it, it felt like there was no chance that the Broncos were coming back in this game.
0: It was quite clear why, why drew lock lost that job. He remains not the second round pick. They hope they had, nah. but again, I mean, you can make the same argument. He hasn't been taking first team snaps. I get that. But you have to, I
2: mean, it's not like Teddy was an, uh, an all pro in this game.
0: No, but Teddy Bridgewater had played extremely well coming into this game. He was completing yep. 70, he was second in completion percentage behind Dak Prescott. Still has to throw
1: an interception if that makes you feel good. Oh enough. man, that Marquise Brown catch, that Hollywood Brown catch for that touchdown was incredible. Well, yeah, especially so after all his drops last week, that was like one of those. Week. All right, I put
2: that behind me, I'm good to go. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was important, but and I. I I would have concerns about the Broncos. It, it feels like this could have been the, this was the, Hey, yes, they did play three terrible teams in the first three weeks of the season. That's right.
0: And I'm Teddy concerned. got smacked. He he got smacked and that's, I mean, it was a legit concussion and, and we'll see what happened. Maybe he plays next week. Maybe he doesn't. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think the, the takeaway for me and you sort of hit it on the Brenton, they played three terrible teams and beat them and that's great. And then when they played the Ravens, they had no answers.
2: Yeah, and, and all three of us picked Baltimore, unlike everyone else at CBS Sports. Oh, what? really? Hmm, that's weird. Prisco and JLC picked them. Rockers are at the
1: Steelers as we as we mentioned. Uh, Raiders at home and at at Browns. Their next three games. That could be. A and,
2: and real goal. quick, I, I, one of the things they could, that, they could be
1: they could be three and four before we realize it the broncos well i yeah. feel like
2: one thing that threw the broncos defense off was how well lamar jackson threw the ball this was only the yeah. second his second career game with more than 300 passing yards like he was he was playing it and usually you don't see that from lamar jackson because he's running around everywhere uh and he only had 28 rushing yards which was one reason why they almost didn't get to 100 but it'll be interesting to see who is rushing for him next week because another reason they didn't get to 100 is because they had Latavius Murray, Le'Veon Bell, and Devontae Freeman had like a 2014. I saw Williams is
1: inactive.
2: super fantasy team out there. Uh, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they do next week. Ravens have four straight
1: games at home. Definitely Monday insane. night next week against the Colts. Oh Chargers the following week. Ooh, Bengals the following week. Murder.
0: <laughs> Red rum.
1: Uh, and then Vikings at home.
0: Jeez, come on! But
1: that is after their bye.
0: Worst case, three and one.
1: Absolute worst case, three and one.
0: Full offense to breach.
1: Yeah. So Baltimore should be sitting in a pretty good spot. Okay,
0: as we sit here. Yeah. Who are you taking to win the division?
1: Uh, I would still take the Ravens.
0: You took them at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. I'm going to begrudgingly stay with the Browns, although I mean there are reasons not to. But I,
1: I, I I'm I'm higher on the Browns than I I was before. <laughs> Uh, Breach, who would you take to win the division? Uh, first, I'm going to
2: say that the Ravens are just the seventh team over the past 30 years that have got to play four straight home games mm-hmm. during a regular season. That's pretty rare. Mm-hmm. That is pretty rare. As for who I would take to win the division.
0: I dare you to say it.
2: <sighs> say it. Say it, you coward. I say the br- a team in Ohio.
0: The Bringles.
2: That's a team. Say it. Say it. <laughs> I'm picking a team in Ohio to win the division. So pick
1: which guy. team. Say who it is. <laughs> Just uh,
2: say your answer, you coward. <laughs> I need to look at all their schedules. Say your time answer. That.
0: Oh, my gosh. The Browns. Oh, okay. boo.
2: <laughs> oh, we missed.
0: We
1: did. He missed. Oh, we do We do have some fat Randy talk coming up here in a minute. Uh, let's take a, another break. A second. That's right. A second break. And it's we will... Breach, we'll, we'll see if we can shame Breach into saying that he thinks the Bengals <laughs> win the division. Mm. The, uh, where have I? I lost my place in my run now? Of course I did. The Colts and Dolphins. Ugh, what a gross game this was. It was. Uh... No idea how this game went. I think it went over, because it was like 43 was the total. Should have gone way under. Colts smacked the Dolphins around. Jacoby Brissett looked terrible. Carson Wentz looked okay. Jonathan Taylor. Say it. Man.
4: Say it. Say it with your chest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what
4: with my chest? you look good? He's out here balling man. on zero ankles. <laughs> I mean, they were ankles. missing
2: five starters, two offensive linemen, and Carson Wentz and Jonathan Taylor were the only two people breathing on their offense. This game was just, mi- it
1: was just miserable. The, the Dolphins got a first quarter field goal. Didn't score again until 10 minutes left in the the fourth. And the
2: Dolphins only got a first-quarter field goal because the Colts muffed a punt, and the Dolphins recovered it at, like, the 20-yard line, and they got zero yardage, and then kicked a field goal. The Dolphins had
1: two essentially garbage-time touchdowns in the fourth quarter, sandwiched around a Colts touchdown that made it 27-10. to This is a non-competitive game. The Colts smothered Jacoby Brissett. He looked terrible. And uh, am I supposed to say Carson Wentz looked good? I don't know. I I they looked fine.
0: Well, they were a winless team. And he has... It he was a mention, big
1: win for the Colts. Absolutely.
2: I think it saved their season. You can't go 0-4. Saved it. Come on now. And expect to be going it, to the playoffs. It
1: saved, it saved whatever draft pick they're giving to the Eagles next year. Thank you. Ooh. So, yeah, it saves their season. So saves their bench Carson Wentz <laughs> It's a second-round pick.
0: Uh, again, the real loser here until they trade for Deshaun Watson is the Dolphins taking to a talk about Loa because mm, I don't know when good. he's going to be healthy when he was healthy. He wasn't playing great. And I know it was early in the season and maybe I don't want to dump on him like I'm dumping on all these other young quarterbacks, but you know, Justin Herbert in retrospect was the better choice. And I obviously, wasn't well, maybe people
1: choice. should read a different website than CBS sports for draft information. <laughs> 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 you, you work for CBS sports as well. Just so you remember that. I guess that's probably not a, a good thing to say on this podcast. <laughs> um, No, I mean, you're right. It's just, this is, the Dolphins are 1-3. This is the regression that was probably... Somebody created a Carson... If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash PixX. And by the way, if you are watching on YouTube and you're in the chat and you're commenting, hit the like button. Smash that puppy. Hit subscribe. Somebody created Carson Wentz snap count. <laughs> at Carson snap count. And it's, it's an Eagles fan, obviously. It's a picture of Carson Wentz face planting into the turf as it's, 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 its avatar. And... They are tracking how many snaps Carson Wentz has played for the Eagles week four, 72 of 72. That's a hundred percent, which means he's at 98% for the year. What a great Twitter account.
0: What does he need? 75%
1: or 75 or 70% in the playoffs. Yeah. So 75.
0: Okay. Well, once we get to week 10, we got to start really paying attention to that thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't done the math, but I think it would be kind of, if you get to like what what's the basic math there? If you get halfway through the season at ninety eight percent, it's be really tough to get plus seventy five. Well, if you don't
0: play the rest of the year, it's fifty percent. So yeah, you know, right. That's what I'm saying. But they're not going to sit in. Yeah. So you have a quarter of the season to figure it out what
1: you're going to do. So basically, you can play three quarters of the season, and if your team is terrible, but the problem is, if you then bench him, your team is probably going to be worse. So the second round pick you're going to give the the Eagles can be higher. It's a it's a very weird game of chicken. Uh, I don't think yeah. they're
4: going to be out of it for a long time. Like, think, they're not going to be great, but just the division they're in, they could stay competitive until the end. So, Debo the Colts are going to have a real decision.
0: Debo talking himself into the first round pick. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs>
3: well, well and I mean, we'll,
1: we'll get to the Titans in a second, but Debo's point is correct. You know, the, the Titans are in first place at, at two and two. Everyone in this division has a negative point differential. The Texans and the Colts are one and three. The Jaguars are 0 oh four. Somebody's getting a playoff berth. I mean, in, yeah. in a perfect world, the Colts want it to be them. Well, yeah. Of I course. Mean, yeah, I guess, obviously. But I mean, and,
2: and it could be the, uh, Jacksonville is only two games out of first place. Wrap no, your head around not.
1: that. Jacksonville
0: might as well be 30 games out of There's no way. That's
1: still 60 miles out of first
0: place. Yeah. Come on now. Stop it. Two, and the reason, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about the Titans, but they had they had one player that was healthy on Sunday that had something to do with their. Ryan, you know who else is two games out of first place?
2: <clears throat> the
0: Steelers. Steelers. And they are, might as well be sixty miles in the first place too. <laughs> There's a better chance of Jaguars in <laughs> <than> the division than Steelers <laughs> with division. That's I, I would agree at. with that actually. No, it's 100 percent
1: true. Uh, all right, let's move on. Not to not to shorten the chatter about this thrilling Colts Dolphins game, but the score. Carson Wentz's
2: first win since November 1st last year. That he lost crazy. seven straight. Easy. Six straight. Take that, Brent. Seven straight.
1: All right, I gotta give a shout out to our pal Nick Costos. He had a money line parlay on the Jets and the Giants.
0: Man, New York representing.
1: Represent New York. And they both won. They both won in overtime. And both games were happening at the same time. The Giants beat the Saints 27 to 21. The Jets take down the Titans 27 to 24. Both of those wins give each of those teams their I'm making sure I'm right here. I'm 90% sure. Their first win of the season. Both now one and three. Fighting two Judges. Um Daniel Jones. Say what Barkley plunged in the end zone for a walk-off touchdown, and the, uh, the, the 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 Jets had to endure the pain and misery of the Titans, tying things up, taking it to overtime unexpectedly, and then making a field goal and having to watch a, oh, who was it? Oh, he missed! He missed! Oh, and he may have pulled a hamstring or a muscle, and there is complete elation.
0: <laughs> How far was the miss?
2: You deserve that, Titans. That's what you get for signing Randy Bullock, expecting to hit a 49-yard field goal God. in overtime. With night. There was a 0%. I flipped the channel. There was no way that ball was going in. <laughs> Give me a break.
1: No, no chance it was going in.
0: By the way, uh, if we're going to keep it all in New York, the Bills won as well. So three three for three for the state of New York. And
1: there you the go. Games. The uh, Giants and Jets won on the same day for the first time since December twenty-second, two 2019, which is actually yeah. – Uh, More recently than I would have expected. And the first time the Giants, this is the first time the Giants and Jets ever won a game in overtime on the same day, which is kind of crazy. Do you think that either of these teams is capable of climbing out of the the cellar here, Wilson? Or is this just more indicative of the NFL's crazy and weird stuff like this happens all the time?
0: Well, clearly, Breach thinks that the Giants will finish in last place because he's already announced that that's the Eagles' uh, ultimate landing spot. Uh, I mean, I feel good for Robert Sala. I still have questions about Joe Judge, the head coach. I don't know if he's exactly the best fit for what they're trying to do, but sure. they won a the game. I will say this. Daniel Jones is playing really well this year, and and that should not get lost in this conversation.
1: Well, the problem is it's now going to result in like Dave Gettleman getting an extension and Daniel Jones getting a contract extension. And
0: Saquon Barkley getting an $800 million deal. <laughs> but uh, they're doing it with banged-up offensive linemen. They've lost Nick Gates. They lost Shane Lemieux. Um, Nate Solder obviously isn't playing very well. Andrew Thomas is actually... Been, been pleasantly surprising, so that that's great. Uh, so that's that's good news. Zach Wilson finally gets a win and, and hopefully he can build on that. And I think like I said, a huge win for Robert Sala. But the Jets are still a really, really, really bad football team. Yeah. And, and they are some, some time away and sometime could be well into the mid-2020s. But uh, right. yeah, oh. wins for both.
1: Uh, Breach, I'll ask you this. Worst loss the Titans or the Saints?
2: Uh, the Titans... I think that it's, it hurts the Saints more, but I think as far as like the optics of what happened, it goes to the Titans because the Titans, uh, this is a team that's supposed to make the playoffs. You're losing to arguably one of the worst two teams in football, and it was a disaster from start to finish. Every time they were going moving up and down the field in the first half, they just couldn't score a touchdown. At least, I think on two different possessions, they had a third and one at the Jets' eleven. Tanhill gets sacked for like a ten yard loss. Yeah, you kick a long field oh, goal. Oh, he also had
1: the um, was it, was it the sack or was it when the ball went over his head?
2: Oh yeah, that one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you they just had some boneheaded plays. Tanhill got sacked seven times, and I know that you don't have AJ Brown and Julio Jones, but you have Derrick Henry, and they kept feeding him, and he got 157 yards, and and it was just they didn't have anybody to go to in crunch time, and that seemed to be the issue besides the fact that Randall can't make well, a
3: 49 yard more an issue
0: with the guys being injured. That's not, by the way, I think it was Andrew Saleon if it wasn't the, the call of the day, someone, one of the announcers ac- accidentally referred to Tanny Hill as Tanny hole. <laughs> that is my <laughs> new favorite, <laughs> my new favorite nickname ever. Tanny you hole.
1: Get, you got Tanny hold. Uh, Corey Davis got a revenge game in seven targets, four catches, 111 yards and a touchdown. The touchdown throw from Zach Wilson, probably his best throw as a pro he's rolling. Right. He looks and sees Corey Davis. He motions him, says, Wave, keep going. So get deep and just bombs this thing. And Davis hauls it in. And that was when I believe that at that point it gave the Jets. Yeah, it was uh, 17 to all, catch that touchdown 24 17. So one play drive, 53 yard bomb. And and then the, I, mean the, I don't know how the Titans got down there and, and scored in that down the stretch with you're, you don't have any receivers. Not like Khalif Raymond, but they I mean, they did, and they, they get in there and they take it to overtime. It felt like the Jets were gonna have their hearts ripped out. I, I don't. New York's not the the Jets aren't going anywhere. I think the Giants <laughs> could, in theory, get maybe involved in the playoff hunt, but probably not.
0: Did you pick the Eagles to finish last as well?
1: No. Okay, just breach. Yeah, just breach. Just he's just trash. Passive aggressive breaches here. What? But I mean, and, but like the Titans are not the Titans had a chance. You're supposed to win this game if you're Tennessee. And you win this game and you get to, you know, what they, they would have been three and one. They're and fine. you're two games clear of the Texans and the Colts. And you feel like you've just got a chance to keep piling up these wins and just get some distance, for, you know. And mm, 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 mm. Uh, here's the thing, though
0: they didn't have their two best players.
2: Well, two of You're playing, playing the best. Jets. They could have played with zero players and they should
1: have won.
0: Yeah. They get paid too. Any
2: I mean,
1: do Sunday. they? Get paid in good one uh, right here was sacked seven times seven yeah. times by the jets defense that is a problem the titans offensive line has not played well this year tanner Hill's is the most sacked quarterback in football at 17 including that opening day opening day debacle against the cardinals and then this game and i mean you look at this like the, the titans had 31st downs to 16 93 plays to 60 zero turnovers 430 yards at 355. You can't lose that game to the Jets when you outplay them like that. You can apparently. The Bears 24, Lions 14. You know what? We're gonna group this with uh, done. Bills 40, Texans zero. Okay. Actually, no, we'll do Bears separately because I do think there's a conversation. Justin Fields, Kate was was, you know, you the quarterback, and his best best game as a, as a as a young young NFL player.
0: Yep, he made some good throws. Darnell Mooney played well. Had 125 receiving yards. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, we talked about these. The Jets being terrible. the The Lions are not a good football team as well. Yeah. Lions are terrible. And Jared Goff. You know, I say it every week. He's better than I thought he was going to be. I didn't give him enough credit in L.A. He ain't a savior in Detroit just because. What am I talking about?
1: Cleve Raymond's on the Lions. What am I talking about? Oh, he's on the like, Titans. Sorry, they've turned the.
0: The the powder blues
1: probably pulled yeah. you. He caught two touchdown passes from Jared Goff in this game. Right.
0: Um, But, yeah, no, this is encouraging for Justin Fields. I don't know what Matt – I don't know if he said after the game if Andy Dalton's healthy, what that means. But I think you want Justin Fields to play, and this is a game we had all pencil week four against the Lions, and he did what we thought he would do, and you just build on it. Dave Montgomery played really well. I think he quietly, after his rookie season, has been a really good running He had
1: a nasty injury, though. He's going to be
0: out a couple weeks. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Our buddy Joe Musa was not happy about that. Yeah.
2: Uh, The one thing I will say about the Lions, because we've been talking about how if uh, NFL standings were decided by moral victories, that they would be in first place. And this was another (laughs) one of those completely whack games just from if you're a Lions fan. I don't know how you watch this team. So obviously they lose by 10 points. They had four possessions in this game. They got inside of the Bears eight yard line. How many points do you guys think they scored? on those four possessions. I'm going
0: to guess 28.
2: <laughs> zero. The answer is zero. Dang it. Four times inside of Chicago's eight-yard line and zero points. The first one ended when the center snapped the ball off of Jared Goff's shoulder pad. Oh, my God. That was bounced a- over to the Bears, and one of the defensive linemen caught it. Boom, Bears ball. I mean, if that's not the most Detroit Lions play I've ever seen in my yeah. entire life, uh, I don't know what is. Then they got down there again. They went for it on fourth down failed and they got down there again and Cleo Max strip sack Jared Goff, lose the fumble. Then they get down there again in the second half. that Those first three were all in the first half. So they were just going straight down the field, but they couldn't score. Maybe it's okay to kick a field goal once in a while when you're playing a team who is not explosive on offense. You know, you're just, you don't have to score a touchdown on every drive. Right, and, uh,
1: oh, Breach, you're wrong. They actually uh, did score a touchdown. They got seven points on five drives inside the Chicago eight. I was only talking about these four. Not that one specifically. Okay. Oh, oh. There were four where they did not score is what I said. Oh,
0: okay. I don't know about that, but anyway. Yeah,
1: that's, it's a good, good maneuver by you there, but that's not how that works.
2: That is how that works. No. So the four drives where they got inside the eight-yard line and didn't score. They had five drives where they got inside the eight-yard they got, line. They had five total.
1: But how would we not- know which four you were talking about?
2: Because I explained them to you. No, but each so point, how <laughs> many points do you think they got I literally on explained each one.
1: No, you said how many points do you think they got on them? On the four drives that I described, but we wouldn't know before if somebody would have. If somebody said seven, you could have been theoretically correct, right? And then you would have told me that that you were
2: correct, and I would have agreed.
0: Does anyone think that Andy Dalton should regain the job when he's quote no. unquote healthy? No. need to
2: admit that, that this needs to be
1: Justin Fields' job? No, if Justin Fields won this game, just you got to go with him. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh Fields finished eleven of. Seven. 11 to 17. He feels dominated 11 to 17 for 209 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. Montgomery is just running wild on this Lions defense. They can't stop anybody. And golf 24 38, 299, two touchdowns, and no picks. He's going to continue to pile up these garbage time stats. He might lead the league in passing by the the Bundeshausen. But he lost two. It wasn't garbage time,
2: though. We just said it. He went up and down the field, and they weren't scoring. He, He racked up these stats. The whole game. First half, he had a huge first half. They just couldn't score.
0: Wait, he had a huge, huge first half in the first half? You sure about that?
2: Well, Brinson said they true. were
1: garbage time. All right, what's next? I, okay, their first three drives were 55 yards, 60 yards, and 20 yards. Don't fall for this trap. Then their final four drives were 25, 44, 75, and 53. It was a lot of garbage time. Their first right. three were 63, 70, and 35. <laughs> oh, net yards, yeah. Whatever.
0: By the way, William <laughs> Martin you
1: can't give him. You can't give golf credit for penalties.
0: Okay, listen. Just listen to me. William Martin leaves a comment in the in the probably YouTube eat chat. My hands. If negative, Andy <laughs> I mean, Dalton. One
1: hand is probably fine, William. A single hand will probably suffice. I think
0: after that. you eat the first hand, you're probably not going to eat the second hand. But I take
1: your point. The Bills beat the Texans forty to zero. You don't see that score very often. Somebody asked me before the game, should I bet on the Texans? It's like, what do you? Uh, what do you gonna what? bet? It's like there was plus nineteen. It's a principal play. I was like, don't bet on the Texans.
0: Can you tease it up to forty?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you get the Bills plus four, you get the Texans plus 41. Sure, go for it. Uh, Davis Davis Mills, 11 of 21, 87 yards. Oh my God. Four picks, obviously zero touchdowns. Josh Allen, 20 of 29, 248, two touchdowns, and a pick. Stephon Diggs didn't have an eruption game, but he had a big game. Seven catches, under 14 yards. Mr. Trubisky even ran a touchdown in, as did Zach Moss. Dawson Knox is starting to look like a legitimate tight end one. It's the second largest shutout win in franchise history behind only a 42 nothing win over the Browns in 1990. And the Bills are the first team with multiple 35-plus point shutouts in a season since Rex Ryan's 2019 nice. Jets.
0: You knew the quarterback was that year? Mark Sanchez. Rookie Mark Sanchez had nothing to do with handball. Who hand got the to
1: the AFC title game? Twice, two years in a row. Dang it. Obviously, Mark Sanchez. Uh Mark is now actually pretty good at calling games on uh ESPN or Fox or somewhere. Oh, good. Do, do is there any is there any takeaway from this other than good team smashes bad team? The Bills
0: still haven't hit their stride, so that should be very concerning for the rest sure of the is. AFC, including the Chiefs, because the Chiefs, you know, we we were worried about their defense and the Bills have shut two teams out a hundred no seventy five to nothing. I mean, what? That's crazy. I, like, bills, like
1: college. I don't want to give the Bills defense too much credit because you are talking about a JV Texans team, but the Bills defense clearly back to it's closer to like 2019 levels than 2020 levels. I'm feeling pretty good about my bills over 10 and a half wins at this point.
0: I've, week one, I was like, oh, my God, I picked the Bills to beat the, the Packers in the Super Bowl. I'm feeling all right with that now. I will give the Texans
2: one compliment. They had eight yards of offense at halftime. But the compliment goes to the defense. The oh. final score of this game could have been 77 to nothing if the Texans' defense didn't just uh, – they were horrible. I mean, this was completely on the offense being so inept. There was nothing – well, the, the Bills got inside the 15-yard line three times in the second quarter and had to kick field goals all three times because the Texans didn't let score touchdowns. That's it. The Texans they are horrible. Josh Allen. Texans are horrible. Yeah. Great. I mean, they started off
1: where it was like they got a pick and then went negative eight yards and had to punt. Or no, they started, they went negative eight yards, had to punt. Then they intercepted with Josh Allen. Then they went, and so they had the ball at like Buffalo's. They started the ball at Buffalo's 13, went four plays for seven yards and turned it over on downs. The Bills then punt. And then it was on like Donkey Kong. Touchdown, field goal, field goal, downs, field goal, field goal, touchdown, 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 end of game for the Bills. Good lord. Yeah. The Texans could have not been shut
2: out if they would have kicked a field goal in their first possession yep, from sure. the I Bills six yard
0: line. Loser mentality. Trying to win is.
2: This is only the fourth try- 40 nothing game. So the fourth 40-nothing game in NFL history. Yeah, there you go. Uh you're finally.
0: Oh, God, right here. What? Who is it? Please tell me it's the Falcons.
1: It is the Falcons. Yes. <laughs> Why?
0: No, I was just kidding because I knew it was a terrible game.
1: <laughs> uh, 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 it was actually going to be a pretty good game. Shout out to my yeah. buddy Will Hogan, who was there. Uh, and I told him there would be no scoring. And there was a lot of scoring 34 to 30. The Washington football team managed to sneak by the Atlanta Falcons. Washington now 2 and 2. Atlanta 1 and 3. Matt Ryan was pretty good in this game, actually. 25 and 42, 283 yards, four touchdowns. The Falcons scored 30 points. And somehow Calvin Ridley. And Kyle Pitts combined for 130 receiving yards and no scores because Cornerell Patterson went ape. He had uh, three receiving touchdowns, which just nobody saw coming. And, but he was outside, of course, by the Washington football team. Terry McLaurin, six catches, 123 yards, and two touchdowns. Antonio Gibson ran pretty well. And uh, somebody had a, a Carter. Devin, is it Devin Carter? Had a uh, 100 and. One yard kickoff return to the house that made it 1970. It was a wild back and forth game. It was just DeAndre me. Carter. DeAndre Carter, excuse me, Devin. Who's Devin Carter? Um, his cousin. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, Jimmy you, Carter. Are either of these teams relevant in a few weeks, Wilson?
0: I mean, we we would still wait for this Washington defense to show up. I I don't know what's going on. They're not good. They had one sack against freaking Matt Ryan. Is that right? Yeah, one sack against Matt Ryan. That that doesn't make any sense. There's a horrible Chase Young uh, shot to the head call on Matt Ryan. I don't know what like they reviewed it. It felt like it took so long to throw the flag later in the game. Obviously, it didn't affect the outcome. But uh, my big concern, and it seems nuts to say because this this um, defense was so good last year, I don't know how you go from a defense with seven first rounders in your on your front seven that's dominating to a unit they they can't even get off the
1: field. The unit's getting lit up by Corderell Patterson. Right. 374 yeah, I got, I yards. Think up. Chase Young's not having a great season right now. Uh no. No, he's not. Um, Breach, any thoughts on this game?
2: Yeah, my mind was blown that this game was crazy at all, and that the Falcons were able to put up that much yardage on Washington. But I will say to Taylor Heineke, it looked like there was no way Washington was gonna win. And then Heineke kind of came through in the clutch by leading two touchdown drives over the final, I think, four minutes of the game. So that's that's correct. Yeah, he didn't do a ton before that, but came through in the clutch. And now Washington, as bad as their defense has been, Washington is only one game out of first place in the NFC East.
1: Yeah, it was weird. They kept it looked like the Falcons wanted to pull away and then the Washington would just keep answering because Atlanta couldn't stop anybody. And so they went back and forth trading leads and then Falcons had the ball, you know, this 30 to 22. And you're thinking they're going to, you know, they're going to put this away. And he said, Taylor Heineke just, uh, you know, hits Terry McLaurin for a touchdown pass. That was a miserable coverage. Like he's being interfered with the guy let go. And then McLaurin just turned around and there's this lollipop ball coming in. He catches it. And then, uh, of course, JD McKissick with an incredible diving touchdown catch into the into the extended pylon. It, it was a really exciting game that he went had over no the pylon. He,
0: wasn't, he went over the pylon. They were trying to say today here in Stanford that he never was inside the pylon because there's some rule where you can jump out of bounds and the, the goal well, line it, extends, it extends around the earth.
1: It extends in perpetuity.
0: Yeah, but you can't jump from the five yard line and jump sideways out of bounds and then the ball goes over the goal. You pass the goal line. Five yards out of bounds, and it's a touchdown. You're out of bounds.
1: Uh,
0: McKissick's ball went over the pylon. There's no way it didn't, and that's suddenly a touchdown. That's never happened in the history of football unless it just happened on Sunday because that's the argument they were making.
1: No, if you dive, I mean, I mean, you can't physically dive 15 feet in the air from...
0: Let's say you can. Let's say you can dive from the five-yard line. You dive into the stands, but you cross the goal line. Is that a, a touchdown? Yeah. No, it's not. Breach, that's insane. Have you ever heard that breach?
2: I thought it was a touchdown when they called it. It's hard to explain what happened,
0: but you thought you he like, watched the play. You thought he got the ball over the pylon or not? I mean, it was close. But I, if he if he hadn't, would it have been a touchdown in your mind? It was too close. I'd have you to have watch. To ball, you play. don't have to
1: get the ball over the pylon. It's the the goal line extends in perpetuity.
0: That doesn't make any sense. I mean, that's a dumb rule. If that's the rule, I've never seen it called that way before. It's the
2: first time since 2015 that Washington has won a game that where they gave up 30 or more points.
0: All right. The, the, Matt
2: the Ryan's goal, first the ever goal lost line to
1: Washington. Up and out.
0: I know. I just gave you the example. If, the, if you can jump 30 yards, let's say, and you jump from the five-yard line sideways into the stands, but you cross the goal yeah, line at some
1: point, sure, yeah.
0: that's a touchdown? Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> didn't know that learned something I mean, yes different. congratulations superman you just scored like <laughs> yeah
0: superman <laughs> just go over the goal line don't be a jerk about
1: it I mean, yeah. <laughs> all right let's do some winners and losers who wants to start i'm not sure we planned these ahead of time so i'll just
0: i'm gonna it. go we didn't plan i'm gonna go first all right here you go. i was gonna say mac jones is a winner but you guys won't like that because he lost the game even though he played well i'm going with Kyler murray Ooh. Kyler murray's now four and oh and he is legit MVP candidate no i'm talking like that but yeah no calamari played great he is saving cliff kingsbury and steve kimes job simultaneously and uh that team's legit i mean that perhaps you mentioned they started four and went five and whatever to finish five and eleven i guess in 2012 whenever that was um i feel like this team this team feels like it's a playoff team i think at four zero, even though you're playing an extra sure. games regular season i'm i think they're making the playoffs it's all because of kyle Murray.
2: Um, my winners also in the NFC. It is the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Of course. Breach bot
2: 3000. Is is Breach back. Back. bot. Jerry Jones has programmed me and what mm. I saw today blew my robot mind. <laughs> Not only did they win, but they beat a three and O Carolina Panthers team. Oh my God. Uh, You know what? The thing, though, with the Cowboys. character. Don't stop now. <laughs> Is that, you know, like we all expected their offense to be good. If Dak Prescott came out and looked healthy, it was going to be good. It is good. But the defense has been so amazing. I don't know what kind of miracles Dan Quinn is working, but he's working them because that defense is a hundred times better than it was last year. Mm-hmm. And I know I said last week that I felt like this was a top three NFC team. I still feel that way. And now I feel like this team's going to clinch the NFC East by like a
1: week 10. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, also to steal from, uh, I'll sort of steal from Wilson a little bit. I, I, a couple of different ones I was going to go with. I think Robert Sala could qualify, but I will say that the my winner would be rookie quarterbacks. Oh, God. Just say Mac, Mac Jones. Mac Jones? No, I mean Mac, Mac Jones, I'm not going to say Mac Jones or win. Mac Jones lost, but he, he acquitted himself really well in arguably the biggest stage of the entire 2021 NFL season outside of the you know, regular season just because of the the number of people who are going to be watching that, the stakes of the game, the enormity of, of Tom Brady coming back to his own house, and you're sort of supposed to be the new guy. He played really well. Uh Trey Lance is now stepping in to be the starter for a few weeks for the 49ers. He can take that job. That makes him a winner. Whether or not you think he's going to play well, doesn't matter. Justin Fields played well enough to, in theory, keep Andy Dalton at bay, and... <laughs> If you're a Bears fan, you're like, thank goodness, like we were petrified that this guy was going to be, uh, you know, a problem. And like I said, I was going to say Robert Solomon, I just say Zach Wilson, who again elevated his play. It still had two interceptions, two bad interceptions. And look, you know, it looks exactly like what we thought, but he got his first win as an NFL quarterback. And I think that is.
0: And Trevor a, Lawrence didn't play terribly. He had a chance Thursday night. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I, I was just mostly meant for Sunday. So I think all of those rookie quarterbacks uh, should be considered winners for how they played in, in their situations and how they unfolded on a Sunday. How about a loser, Wilson?
0: Big Ben. It's be the same one every week. Just go ahead and mark <laughs> it down. Big Ben,
1: <laughs>
0: put in Mason Rudolph. Yeah, it, it yeah. Just let's get on with it. You know, I actually reminded people up here, Brenton of your, one of your millions of uh, bowl predictions before the season. that Dwayne Haskins makes more starts than big Ben. That could very well be the case by the time we're
1: yeah. I got a Carson Wentz versus, uh, uh, Dwayne Haskins career bet with my buddy Blaine.
0: Yikes.
2: Reach. Uh, My loser is the saints. They were hosting their de facto home opener. Everyone in new Orleans was pumped and it looked like they had this game in the bag. It was 21 to 10 with like seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. And Daniel Jones and the giants That is the last team that should be able to overcome a two-score deficit. Uh, Somehow they did. Saints defense had a meltdown down the stretch. And it just doesn't feel like Sean Payton knows what he wants to do with this Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill thing. And he's just making things worse. Taysom Milton interception. Jameis Winston played well, but he's pulling him out at weird times. (laughs) Saints are confusing. And they lost. And I don't know where this team's going to go next
1: my uh my loser i'll say and i know i said that the jets are sort of winners and you know i said that mac jones is a winner too but i'm gonna i'm gonna say the afc east because the jets dolphins and patriots are now combined two and nine mm. the buffalo bills they're three and one they have two shutouts with a 75 point differential they look like clearly the best team in this division by a Substantial margin, as long as Josh Allen is healthy and that defense keeps stepping it up, they're were minus fifty five before the season to win that division. Why did why do we not have children placed on uh, like uh, like the value of whatever a child is on that wager or a car or something like that's the Bills are going to steamroll that division, and I think it just becomes if you're the Bills, you know, t- like the Patriots, Bill Belichick could be the loser too, right? Because he had to play Tom Brady in his house, he got exactly the game plan he wanted. Exactly. He wanted a slug fest, you know, bad weather. Tom Brady struggling a little bit. Mac Jones stepping up and he just couldn't pull it off at the last minute. And the Dolphins just look like a team that's sort of lost and floating in the mall. So it's uh, this is gonna be a tough road for them to find a playoff berth with the AFC East looking like it's already set up.
0: Who wins the division? Who clinches first? The the Bills or the Cowboys?
1: Uh Bills. Cowboys are finally screwed up. Okay. uh tara uh so this is a, do you want to read this from chat deeper or no I don't know what i'm asking you
4: yeah let's read a couple
1: uh tara tara daryl like tero, pterodactyl love, love winner it. andy reed 100 wins with two teams and casey looked like casey again in the second half i would agree with that completely
0: That's a dunk on debo oh,
1: yeah oh ho, ho! sam bruce smith has losers broncos texans and the titans Absolutely. Winners, Browns defense could call the Jets and Zach Wilson. Yeah, totally.
4: And Sam is listening to us from the future in Australia. So shout out to oh, Sam. Oh, shout out to Sam. Tell us who wins Raiders, Chargers. We won't let Breach say
1: anything about a shrimp or Barbies. <laughs> Bob He says loser is Wilson. Oh! Oh! <laughs> <Was that> Wilson? <laughs> Ryan Wilson. Steelers and Mac go down to the 49ers losses. All he has is to soften the blow. Oh. Oh, up high, down hard. Uh, biggest loser. This is Sam Bruce. Dress, nope. says, oh, Biggest loser is Wilson. Dave Damoshek, the Steelers, and Big Ben's arm. Oh! oh! Dunk fest. Dude. Piling on Wilson, my guy. He's
0: hey, laughing next year when Aaron Rodgers is the Steelers quarterback?
1: When he's washed up. P.S. Walker says, winner, Eagles with all the high draft, co- draft capital they have this offseason from the Dolphins and Colts. Loser, every team in the AFC East, minus the Bills. I thank you. Oh. Yeah. Rinson, is that your burner account? P. Walker's, uh, yeah, losers. She says winners: Arizona, Kellen Moore, and Dan Quinn agree with all of this, and by extension, Mike McCarthy. Sure, just stand there, donut. That's right. <laughs> jo- Jordan DeJani. <laughs> well,
0: Jets for real? Are the
1: Jets for real? The Jets are winning the winning the, the division. The Jets, I'm already, the Jets are a. a if an NFL football team that exists in, in the physical. I'm putting world. my
2: house on the Jets to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Do not. Dijani, if, if I lose that bet, I have to live with you since we both live in Nashville.
1: No, I'm saying yeah. they are real. They actually exist in the physical universe. Right. They are a real team. They are not for real.
2: And I'm saying, Dejani, get the guest room ready because I'm betting my house on the
1: Jets to win the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, Dejani, a new roommate, and he's a. And
2: you're
0: roommate. getting a baby. <laughs>
1: yeah. <that's> right. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for us. That's the recap show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Subscribe, rate, and review. We'll see you guys too. Actually, we'll see you with a Monday Night Football preview. It'll be in the feed, me and Sully talking that up. And then, of course, a recap show with the boys. We'll be live on YouTube after Monday Night Football. So hit that subscribe button. Get those alerts when we go live. Talk to you guys later.